Let's do a show so I can go to bed. Enough of this world, I want to be free. I know I'm not lying, but what does that mean? Enough of this day, I want to just sleep. But the bullets all flying in the back of my dreams. Enough of this high, enough of this spree. I want to go down where the deep goes deep. In the back of my mind, see a hucker face me. Man, you're gonna die, nah, I'm gonna live. on the street do i recognize you do you recognize me been wearing my mask long before covid i wonder who shares the same secret and some of them nod and some of them wink and some of them stare somewhere distant one showed me their face to a bare skeleton man you're gonna die nah i'm gonna live five four three <sighs> Have we started? I don't know. Welcome to episode 487 of Portman Show. I don't know where my mouse went, so I'm just going to keep talking. Brett's here, Andrew's here, Puke's here. Howdy, everybody. When you say you don't know where your mouse went, what do you mean? Well, it grew a human head and ran away. It's over on the screen somewhere, and I can't get it to go across my other screens. And there I found it. But anyway, that's that's how we open a show here. All right. (laughs) This is the way it works. Oh, I'm a loser. Uh, How about that? I put Facebook back on my phone. Dickhead. Something called Facebook Lite. It's very light. It's very small versus the Facebook app. It's like the child's Facebook or something, right? Yeah, well, today starts the first day of the last month of my podcast. So, Do you want me to be in in control of the parental controls on your Facebook app? How does that work? I don't know. I assume there's a way to do it. If and what Puke's saying is true. Kaczynski time! What parental controls will you give me? Oh. <laughs> I won't give you any. I'll give myself the controls. Yeah, yeah I don't think that that's really going to prevent any bad things from happening, though. Oh. What parental limitations will you impose on me? I don't know. Maybe you're only allowed to see the videos that I see. Like, today I opened Facebook, and it was just a, a, a compilation of videos of people passing out at weddings. <laughs> and on roller coasters. <laughs> That shit's scary. You ever seen people pass out on a roller coaster? No. Or one of those bungee rides? I mean, I've seen people pass out in video. Yeah, they pass out, but then their neck's all flopping around. You're yeah, like, Jesus, that, they're yeah, going to break they passed, your fucking neck. passed out. Yeah. <laughs> scary. So oh. why, why, why Facebook? Yeah, I'll shield you from that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, I just need it to be in touch with group stuff that happens. So oh. I hate it, though. You all can't right. just, like limit it to your computer and only check it then or is there important stuff happening all the time okay i post to instagram and now i'm posting to the group again yeah so to just post to instagram that was one thing but when i post to the facebook group i can just copy from the facebook group to instagram on my phone since you have to use your phone for instagram yeah so yeah it's annoying that way it's very annoying because i have to uh it's so frustrating to try and post real photos as opposed to photos of like selfies of me going, oh, look at me, I'm a thing. Which most Instagram is basically built for. And I'm trying to post, you know, real fucking pieces of artwork. And it won't let me do panoramas. So I had to find another app to separate the panorama into like multiple photos. Where, doing and it. where else would I do it? I don't know. The store? 
The store. Oh, <laughs> store.com. I Go check out store.com where Puke sells all of his store things. <laughs> I took selfies yesterday, too. Oh, there you go. Jesus sounds Christ. like for Instagram. I yeah. wasn't the only one in them, but I took a picture yeah. of myself mm -hmm. with other people. Okay. I mean, that might be allowed. Did they know? Yeah. Did <laughs> no. Oh. No, I did it. Uh, what's it called? Surreptitiously, both times. Surreptitiously. Why? All right. Well, sure. What? I don't know what was happening. I wanted to say sure. I want a lot to. of sh sounds in that word. Carrie in the chat says no. You can automate posting to Facebook from Instagram. Yeah, yeah from Instagram. Not to a group though. Only to your page. I think Brett's reaching for excuses to not have to not use Facebook. I <laughs> I've looked into this. Yeah, right. because I tried to post photos from when we had the. Uh, no, we still have. Duh. So we have our Instagram account for Portman Show, and I can't cross post Wait, to what? the group. No, you already knew we had it, but it's you have to be approved. You have to be an approved person, so not just any rando can see it. What's your What's your criteria for approving somebody this? that knows you? Because when we when you we, know someone when we had you. this conversation last time, you were mm -hmm. like, "Oh, someone someone's gonna find it." And so the last person that asked was like an account that was specifically for a cat. Well, I'm at a point I where said, whatever. I'm convinced that if I get ruined, it's it's Brett's fault. It. I sure. have thought this too. I'm worried Let's... about this for both of you. Kaczynski time. Like I'm thinking about changing my Patreon to like Brett Vinat Media Place. Okay, that's a good mm -hmm. name. Instead of School Socks. Is and then I was like, shit, I can't put Portman Show on there with the stuff I'm going to do. Because if I start getting in trouble for the stuff I'm going to do in the future, I can't implicate you guys. How is this going to work? Hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're all going to be fucked sooner or later in the digital gulag, and then yeah, probably but the, way the real the only gulag. way it's going to get to me is through him. That is possibly true. Well, I mean, I uh, hey, give me some credit. I yeah, could yeah, ruin yeah, you your could life too. Somebody. I could ruin your life too. Well, this is a, so I did see. <laughs> I want to get back to that in a second. Uh, okay, but to wrap this up, I did see like a request to join the the Facebook group. And it was somebody I didn't know, and I looked at their shit, and I'm like, I don't think I want this person in the group. Well, a lot of I times... I didn't know who it was. Well, you get spammed a lot, and I will deny things, because you can kind of tell. Right. But like before I had an opportunity to even vet it, it was gone, so I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, puke approved them. Probably. Or deleted it, one or the oh, other. Okay. I mean, I, I do that okay. sometimes. I, I'm just trying to gauge where your diligence <sighs> I don't know. Like, okay. Anyway, Brett? If it looks like somebody that you might know, I'll ask you. And I have. Okay. What about me? What about Brett? Oh, we, we haven't approved you for the group. So you can't put Portman <laughs> Show on there, and you want to transfer it to Brett Vinat Media Productions. Uh, Brett Vinat Media Place, I think I said. Place? Or Brett Vinat Media... <laughs> Palace? Media Mogul? Pa Brett Vinat Media Palace. Oh, Palace ain't too bad. Yeah. Yeah, get yourself a, a selfie in front of a palace. So then I was like, geez, with what I'm thinking about doing next, I can't tie in any of the things that I'm doing. Online Great Books, which is a show that I'm a big part of, my show, The Discomfort Zone, because that's Andrew. Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? Well, I fake guess Fake we'll name. Never. Make a new fake name. Oh, yeah. Doing it. Uh, Anyone who knows you now, just tell them over and over and over what your new fake name is, and then just let's what's pick it, one right here. It's not an alias, but what's, uh, what do they call it? Like Mark Twain? Pseudonym. Pseudonym. Yeah, you need a pseudonym, an online pseudonym. Oh, man. I wish I'd thought of that. A like Bert Vernert. Yeah. We already have that. Maybe I should just go through all the things that Andrew used to call me in the show notes. I yeah. found music last week for the show, and one of the artists I didn't use, but I was delighted by his name, was Shkuz Twitly. 
<laughs> I thought that was a delightful uh, combination of letters. <laughs> Maybe you should try and like, like make. Well, do you want to sound like you know uh, important or classy? No, find or words like that an could, Asian man. Yeah, like find words that could be a name, but they're related directly to what you're doing. Well, what the fuck's Brett doing? Like, if your name was Chaz Wheelman. Oh, that's right. You should yeah. be a race car driver. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you should. Or like Charlie Carburetor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> a little more on the nose. But it could be something about either educating or uh, a- attacking media personalities or audio. But audio is kind of broad. Hmm. The audio bro, audio broadio. No, that's silly. Uh, Mike. Oh, Mike sound. Mike mixing board. <laughs> Mike ear noise ear rape. Well, <laughs> what we've learned so far is clearly this is a process that takes thought. It and takes time. time. Yeah, we've devoted neither, and uh, True. it's a it's a suggestion that I will take home with me and I will think about a new name. But but you guys still have your names, Mike O'Fawn. Own no Mike Mike O phone like the O is the middle Mike O phone no, microphone Mike O phone micro like works a, shit that's already taken an apostrophe yeah so what will you do what do you mean what will I do well, I mean are you just going to move forward or are you really that hesitant or reluctant mm. I don't I, with that project I don't know I don't I don't know what I'm going to do yet Jesus Christ Andrew do you have any uh, Coke Zero yeah, I all right. Can I accident. have one? Because yeah, I'm like it. falling asleep. <laughs> like I'm real out of it. Do you want some coffee? It happens. No, I mean, is it made? No, but no. Then well, kind of no. It's not. You don't even easy. need one of those paper filters. Fuck that. You can have a Red Bull paper filters. <laughs> They're I such mean, a pain. That's not how you make good coffee. With paper filters? No, by fucking the paper filter first. I'm grabbing the can of it. I'm gonna just uh, Brett's gonna go get mic for a minute. Okay. We'll wait. What other fun like audio production names do you think we could think of while he's gone? Ed. Ed phone. Ed phone. <laughs> Ale- who invented was it Alexander Graham Bell invented the uh telephone. The telephone? Probably like He didn't invent audio. Sousaphones or something? What? I don't know. Anything that ends with the word phone, I assume Alex G. Bell. Invented. Somebody already took Alex G. Bell. Yeah, I know. Fucking guy. Well, Andrew, I love the way you shop. This is a 35-pack of Coke Zero (laughs) that Andrew has. And, I mean, talk about planning ahead. Yeah, I bought it from Sam's Club, and I can't remember why I bought it. Yeah, you, you never have liked this. I don't really like it. Well, what do you think happened that day? Kaczynski is a word that carries a lot of weight. Kaczynski. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I am. Ah, uh, can I tell this story? Well, I've already started talking and try to decide. Let's see. Yes. I am sitting on the balcony of my significant other, Gabriella, and star guest host of this show last night with her two parents, a mom and a dad. And there's a mention of a. Oh gosh. This is a small enough show. A man <laughs> named Ted Kaminsky. <laughs> oh really? Like a real guy? And I just derail. <laughs> so this is kind of getting bad, right? 
I just derail whatever is being talked about to delight in the fact that this man's name is Ted Kaminsky. And I start doing jokes about like, oh boy, I got a package from Ted Kaminsky. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Polish people. Yeah. Boy, that was something. (laughs) That it was. Sounds like Ted Kaczynski, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> that, it was a big deal for me. So chuck some more of that Coke Zero, would you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So that I, I, it was a very active weekend. And then um, I had a long meeting this morning, followed by a couple other things, followed by some strenuous physical activity that was probably too close to showtime. Mm. I think. Strenuous. And a drive. Activity. Yeah. I'm really oh, uh, making a go of it back there. In uh, Pittsburgh with these bands. I made some terrifying noises at the gym this week. <laughs> Good for you. You yeah. did great. I smushed a rib. But his noises are way much, way more fun than your noises. <laughs> what caused you to make the noise? We were on the leg press machine at 540 pounds, and nice. I think I came down too far, and I kind of squished a rib, I think. I think I kind of bruised a rib. I felt like a bit of a pop and a lot of pain, and I went... <laughs> Trying, trying to get probably a good 10 <laughs> seconds. I don't know. It felt like death and a lifetime. And this microphone is now ruined. But <laughs> it was horrifically embarrassing, and I had to struggle mightily to get the cocksucking leg press sled back up into place. What was um, Andrew doing while you were... I was writing in a notebook. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do on a fucking sled machine? You can't lift, like... You can help. You yeah. Can, yeah. I guess you could help a little bit, but it's... I mean, that's 500-some fucking pounds. But a little bit of help is all you need. Like, you're... W- when you when you fail, when, when you fail, you're only failing with, like, the last 15 or 20% of the weight. Right, right. But, but, but Puke does this thing where that he's getting better at it, but when he fails, yeah. he, he gives up. Yeah. <gasps> Oh. And that's the scary part. Yeah, that's what we up. talked about last week. Well, yeah. in this case, it was uh, sharp shooting pain in my fucking rib guts. And uh, then I had to, you know, fight through that and get and the sled back up. Yeah. And, uh, I think it might have. we might have been going for a bit much weight. I don't know that we're doing leg press correct because I don't know that, that we're was, getting a good range well, of motion. On. That was less weight than I was doing. So don't say we were doing. Oh, sorry. Okay. okay. Andrew was doing 6,000 pounds. <laughs> Uh, but it's I don't a know. Fairly I don't, short range of motion, I guess. But I feel like it's not enough. I don't know because, like squat, when you do a squat, you can get a lot more range of motion. Mm-hmm. But when you're doing the leg press machine, because you're kind of already sitting in a hunched position, like your legs just run out of room to move because your fucking torso's there. Now here's the thing. Wait till you hear this. Even though I've already said it in a recent show. Drop the weight. Slow negatives, and then when you're done, pulse. Just the last, <coughs> mm-hmm. just the last little push of the, pulse it out. Yeah, I recall you saying that, and I thought about it, but then I forgot exactly what you had said, so I gave up. I forgot all about it. All right, so let's start with something like a curl. You curl up, and then you go, uh, 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 just at the very top. You go, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> you're just trying to get drops. <laughs> now I am. Or video clips and drops. I wasn't in the beginning, but but it really burns you out. And um, with certain exercises, ah! I, I've been doing them every rep. Oh, interesting. So that is fucking Sounds tough. tough. I mean, it's increasing your time under tension. Time under tension, sure. And that's what they say works. But yeah, that leg press machine, I really don't like doing that solo, even though you're kind of right. There isn't too, if things really go wrong, there isn't much. I mean, all you can do is kind of slide your legs out of the fucking way. 
and like hope that there's a stuck. See, the other problem too is this leg press machine at this gym that we go to doesn't have a good stop. It doesn't? Not really. It does have a stop. Yeah. But I feel like it's real low and you could get real smushed. Yeah. You could really contort the fuck out of some of your legs. It's only some of them. <laughs> yeah. Not all of them. I don't know. I feel like, you know, because it comes down quite a ways. And every time Andrew's doing his exercise, I just sit there and I think, hmm, if that thing came down all the way, like it would, it could probably fucking hurt. Those are the things I think about because I have a phobia of being crushed by anything. Hmm. But yeah, there's there's been many other exercises where I've, I've made noises too. It seems seems to be increasing. And I don't like <laughs> it. it. I don't like it at all. I think it's fun. Andrew was trying to get me to do uh, incline. What were we doing? Incline dumbbell press. And the, on the last one, I kind of like failed or whatever. And I had to kind of throw the weight to the side <laughs> because it was going to smush my, my head. Wait, I don't a know minute. if it was or was not. Was it a dumbbell or a barbell? A dumbbell. A dumbbell. Hmm. Yeah, I, I was like, it was complete fucking failure. And I just, you know, I didn't have anywhere to go with it. See, but I think the fear caused you to like have to. It's a major part of the fear. Yeah. like, but it I do much better on any. But here's the thing. So I'm saying is it caused you to do a drastic like throw the weight really far away <laughs> when when realistically, like if you fail, it could just come down to my chest. Well, yeah. Or like, you could just like let it fall, but kind of control it a little bit on the way down. Like it doesn't take much strength to just yeah. guide it down, I guess. I do much better on any exercise where I'm not in fear of being crushed. Well, I'm worried <laughs> I'm being a real terror to my neighbors. Right? So <laughs> I live. Is that because you keep shooting Just at hit them? record on your phone and then go work out. Do what? Hit record on your phone and then work out and then listen back later and oh, you yeah. can hear what it's like. Well, sometimes I'll work out in my place, right? Which is above other people. Oh, no. New people. Uh, graduate students. Ah, oh, well, fuck them. Yeah. They're young. They can deal with it. I can't. I only met them once. I don't really know how old they are, but they and they're younger than I am for sure. I mean, they're in their twenties, which is younger than I am. That's quite a bit younger. Yes. than any of us. Uh, yeah. So uh, sometimes I'm up there doing my huffing and puffing, and I don't know what they can hear, right? Because sometimes I'm in yeah. the hallway, by not too far away from the door to my place. Hmm. I'm like, are they able to hear me huffing and puffing? What do they think I'm doing? Yeah, that's one of my greatest fears is that other people can hear me do things. Sometimes I'm in the basement where there is a gym. In the in the basement of your house? The guy who owns the house just kind of set up. There's like an elliptical. uh, What's gym like? A gym? (laughs) Gym in the basement. Maybe that'll be your new name. Gym in the basement. Jim McWady lift. There's like a pull-up bar and a bunch of bands and shit and boxing stuff. It's it's cool. Hmm. So, but th- sometimes I'm down there grunting, and I worry the people above me. Here's a name: Dumbbell Brett. Mm. It does have, has the word "dumb" in it, so I don't know if that's really nice. Maybe barbell Brett. Dumbbell Got a lot of logic. bees in there. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, barbell my friend Brett's Scott rubber band Hamburg has a show called Barbell yeah. Logic. Okay. That's why oh, it <laughs> said Dumbbell Logic. It's playing off of that. Oh, because oh, yeah, there's also go- something called Dumb Logic. Oh. Mm. Isn't there? I don't. I assume. <laughs> Probably. Every podcast has taken every name that exists. But uh, I have to say, I don't know if we ever talked about this on the show, but when we were in South Carolina back in February, me, you, and young Alex. Yes. We were doing workouts in our Airbnb. Yes. One of the nights you were doing your workout, and I was on a recorded 
uh, screen sharing conference call for a technical procedure Uh-oh. that I had to record <laughs> and play back later. And the whole time, you're working out 16 feet to my left, <laughs> grunting, but you're doing kettlebell workouts. So it's not, no, it's not like that. It's not like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have any good grunts. It's just <laughs> Over and over. This is sex. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I apologize to these guys. Like, hey, there's somebody working out in the background. So ignore that noise. And what the hell is in my mouth? (laughs) (laughs) They they were cool about it, but you could tell like they were listening and going like, what? This is strange, right? And I forgot all about it. Fast forward several months and I go back to complete this project and I have to reference this recorded. Yeah! conference call so good and i'm playing it and nick's with me i'm playing it yeah! and i hear noise in the background I'm like what's yeah! what going on yeah! <laughs> it's, yeah! it's brett working out literally for the so entire good. duration of the video it sounds like he is jerking off <laughs> the whole time why that would i why would i be doing that though knowing that you're on this conference call because i don't think you know you're making the noise it's like this it's this noise that uses vocal cords but all the noise comes out of your nose but here are some c words that describe me yeah that's that's pretty close to what it sounds like conscientious Mm -hmm. courteous sure okay sure so so the fact that you're on this call and i know you're on the call because that's why you weren't working out with me i remember this i worked right i worked out right after why would I be uh, making noise? That seems I like I don't think like you're so- aware of it. Yeah, this is porn. <laughs> <laughs> you had headphones on. Jeez. Yeah, that'll do it. But also, your recording setup was probably set to a, a higher gain than it. I had maybe a laptop sitting on a kitchen table. Yeah, but those and have- he's in the hallway leading to the kitchen. Yeah, the problem with the mic, tr- uh, mic top laptop <laughs> microphone, what? But even a if- mic top microphone. It's loud enough that even if you were just on a telephone, it would have come through. Well, maybe. But I mean, like, you need, like, a a microphone like we got right here or something. Sure. Would you like to borrow one? No. It's pretty big. Because I'm on video. (laughs) It's a video call. So... So if you're on a video call, you don't want somebody to see that you have an audio recording device called a microphone? They're like, like, what is that? No. What is he, some sort of wizard? (laughs) How is he doing this? Why why does he have a microphone? It's going to bring up a conversation that I don't want to have to have. Well, the conversation could be, I want you to be able to clearly hear me because the microphone on this laptop is garbage, and I don't want this presentation to be shit. I'm not presenting to them. We're going through a technical procedure. Why would anybody be annoyed that you have a quality audio setup? Because then I have to explain why I have this setup. No <laughs> salesman who's just a salesman shows up to a Zoom meeting or a Skype call tell him you play, with a fucking audio recording Tell him you microphone. play World of Warcraft. That would be a headset. Oh, you get one of those too. They know you are a media producer. Right. Oh, you don't want to give it away? No. Go to Breath and Hot Media Palace. To learn <laughs> <more>. <laughs> Dot com. Jesus. Uh, you need a shotgun mic. No. Do you hear me? Out of frame? Uh, uh, oh, no. no it, shotgun mics. Uh, very directional. Yeah, very, very directional. directional and, you, right. and they pick up like distance, you know. So you could have that well off camera and just have it pointed at your face, and then you could pick up the audio there. But if 
if Brett was doing his exercise behind you. But it was it was just ridiculous because I forgot all about it and then I played it back. <laughs> oh, no. It's the whole time. Well, when can we hear it on the show? Um, I can pull a clip of it. I just have to make sure nothing is revealed about my customer or something. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm so sorry. It was hilarious. I know, but it's uh, a man grunting in any kind of professional. <laughs> if it was a problem, I would have walked over and went, hey, zip it. <laughs> so good. While we're apologizing, I have to apologize for last week. I feel bad. <laughs> What's behind you? <laughs> Uh, I wanted to apologize to Andrew for last week because I called him a fucking piece of shit or whatever because I was drinking and I got you don't uh, need to apologize. I got very angry at something that he said that I took out of uh, context or misconstrued. But and, I didn't uh, say it in the best way because it took Brett to kind of like go. Yeah. I think he meant this, even though he's an asshole and he said it this way. Because mm-hmm. then when I try to okay. like repeat it in my head and go back yeah there was no way for me to say it without it sounding worse than i had intended <laughs> oh okay well that was a shorter segment than i thought it would so be. unapologize uh fuck you then you piece of shit there you go. <laughs> i still felt bad i don't know because i uh i got real angry real quick i don't know it was a very emotional subject and in addition to that i was busy dealing with a very pesky uh guest on my phone so i was half what fun. yeah you were doing work during the show yeah Without Brett in the background? <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I still felt bad. Well, you're I, fine. I've been thinking about it all week. Because I, I felt like it was similar to something my father might do, where he just gets mad about dumb shit. I was like, yeah, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. But I am that guy. Uh, but not that. Dads are so short-fused, because when you yeah, say right? dad, I'm like, geez, I remember times my dad just started yelling. I'm like, dude, you don't even know what's going on. You didn't even understand what happened. Mm-hmm. But did he need to? Uh well, yeah. Tonight. Really? Well, okay. Why? What? Tell me your side of the story. Why I'm would he saying, not? Need, why would he not need to know? If the dad's reaction is to just yell, knowing more details about the situation, does that make him not yell? Yeah, because he'd go, "Hey," and then I'd be like, "This is what's happening," and he'd be like, "Oh, oh, okay." That was something that happened. When oh, I was so my dad that. would never back down like that. <laughs> You never, never, ever. Been. He was further so explanation sh- only further to the yelling. He was so sure that me and my brothers were gay because we would wrestle, and I think he thought my mom was trying to make us gay. Hmm. Because my mom always liked gays. You know, nah. she was like the yeah, first to like to that. that. I I don't know. Maybe it was a thing already, but like in our little town, we had Joe the gardener. Joe the gardener lived with a man, and didn't seem. You know what that man's name was after he got married to Joe the Gardener? Blow the Gardener. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know if we should accuse Alex of that. <laughs> so, and Blow then the, <laughs> the hair cutstresses that we were taken to were also men. The Barbaras. Yeah. But what's a male Barbara? Just a barber. <laughs> okay. Well, I, hmm, I don't know because they were not barbers. Right. They were hairstylists. I mean, oh. And if they're gay, then that's a male Barbara. I was going to say they barbered the lawn, right? The garden? Different. No, these are the Barbara. Oh, I, I'm confusing my gays. Yeah. There was no barber pole. <laughs> right. So it's gay. Yeah. That, right. Where'd they put the pole? It would just poke me in my child back. <laughs> 
kind of like gently when he got too close. Mm-hmm. So my dad was like very suspicious of that. He was very suspicious of Joe the gardener. I remember reporting to him one time when we were all very little and we were leaving in the car and Joe came up drinking, you know, we had, I don't know, he had a, some kind of a drink. Was it the daytime? It's some kind of a cocktail. Okay. Let's say martini. And, and that sounds right. Pina colada. And he's Old standing fashion. there outside his garden. Cosmo. And he goes, now you boys tell your dad to take you to the movies so your mom can come over and get drunk with Joe. Now, I was like nine. Mm. I go, dad, I want to tell you about what I heard today. <laughs> I think Joe's trying to move in on mom. He was, oh boy, was he not happy about that. How is there an era when gerbiling <laughs> was a thing? <laughs> so uh, then my brothers and we got into wrestling. Remember when the WWF was big, like Hulk Hogan, all yeah. those people? Was that in the 90s? Uh, 80s? 80s? Early 90s? 80s. 80s into the 90s. Yeah, this must have been the 80s. I feel like 88 was like the peak. Wasn't it? WrestleMania, that kind of a thing. Hmm. Hulk so Hogan. we would arrange the basement into a wrestling ring. We'd take all the furniture and like turn it, the backs, you know, like the backs of furniture are flat and soft. Yeah, to create the boundary. So we'd create like a wrestling ring. We'd okay. bounce off the walls and jump up on it and like body slam. Hmm. We would hurt each other pretty badly, <laughs> but- our wrestling outfits were. Oh, you did outfits? Yeah. Oh, no wonder oh, you wow. thought you were gay. Yeah. Right, because <laughs> like, it was we our played underwear. King of the bed, but we didn't. We didn't. Fucking put, put on a speedo. We didn't go to costume before we didn't we get did banana it. hammocks for child size. Yeah. No, we just wore our underwear because we all had tidy whiteies, and that was what they wore. So <laughs> if we were lucky, we had them in different Can colors. Can you blame your dad? Yeah. And there, <laughs> it seemed like a regular routine where he'd come in, and I'd hear him like stomp through the house, and he'd open the basement door. And he'd be like, who's down there? He'd be like, me, brother, one brother. Are you guys dressed? He wouldn't even come down and check. What's this faggot shit? Who's going to be gay with their brother <laughs> when there's so many, you know, prospective gays yeah. at the elementary school? All right, Larry on the, the Little League team at the Cub Scouts. You think you have to be gay with your own brother? Larry in the chat says, king of the bed, question mark. Yeah, it was just... uh Basically wrestling and trying to throw each other off the bed. How is that not gayer than what I was doing? Because we didn't get costumes. We didn't go to makeup before we started. <laughs> right, but you're <laughs> on a bed. Yeah. What What do you think king? What, what does it mean to be the king of the bed? The opposite of queen. Mm-hmm. It means the person that owns the bed. I mean, it doesn't have to be sexual just because it's a bed. We weren't playing queen of the bathtub. <laughs> is that gay? <laughs> Seems more gay. Yeah. Shit. Queen of the basement. No, we were we were fucking wrestlers. We we're no. beating each other up. How many dads were worried about their kids until they got like an Olympic medal, and then they're like, "Hmm, I bet he's still gay." You know, wrestling, Olympic sport. Oh, a lot of rubbing on other men. I don't know. I feel like at a certain point, if if the kid makes it that far, there's something going on with the dad. That pushed the kid that far. Hmm. I mean, I think. into being able to like wrestle. Yeah, there's like or? some there's like some uh, homosexual pedophilia thoughts <laughs> happening with the dad. I work with a bunch of guys that coached wrestling, so I've learned a lot about it recently. Well, I'm like, huh? now if you coach wrestling and you don't have kids, what oh. is what is the meaning of oh, this? Yeah. Well, that you like to see kids uh, roll around on the floor in leotards. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And start in positions. Do you know about positions? Uh, don't they start kind of... What's the... No, I guess is the answer to the question. No, so I don't know about positions. One dude has to get on all fours. Yeah. And the other dude has to get them in like an arm lock. And then it starts. What, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought they just started like Google karate it. or something. No, Google it. I don't want to. Speaking of this, you know what? We're talking about the Olympics. Oh, I okay. don't know anything about this. Oh, you're so lucky. So a bunch of countries <laughs> send their best people that came from other countries that are better to play sports for that country. And then there's just old ramps in Lake Placid. <laughs> I've been there. So, do you know I took kids to the top of the old ski jumps in Lake Placid one day? Yeah. yeah. Did you yeah. wrestle them up there? <laughs> Did you play king of the ski jump? King of the ski jump. <laughs> they were too big. Whoever gets thrown off this ski jump ain't no king. Oh my god, one time I took a we oh shit. Oh, I don't know if I should say this on the show. Do it. One time and I took criminate. six kids on a trip down south. Me and this other guy, Mark, who was a cool guy. What do you mean by down south? <laughs> Great question. Great clarifying question. Uh, to took these six kids down south, Maryland, Virginia, Washington D.C., and then like swung back through New he York City. He brings gays. No. <laughs> what was that from? He brings gays. Episode four eighty three. Thank you, Jessica. Okay. So, oh yeah, that was the the man uh, who owns the bar. Sure. In the coal mining town that I visited, he brings oh, okay. gays into town. It's a good thing you're here, Brett, because I don't remember any of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> now. We're all together in a van for a week. We have very stressful times, including yeah. in New York City in 2003. Like just driving into New York City in a trailer, oh, probably with a tra- still in a trailer, <laughs> thinking that's okay. <laughs> Learned the hard way. Learned what a parkway was the hard way, that you can't have two extra axles on a parkway. All of these things. Really? Very stressful wow. trip. Yeah. yeah. So um, then. Last night of the trip, we're all in a hotel. We have two adjoining hotel rooms, and we have all our camping stuff, so we're just turning the hotel rooms like into a big campsite, basically. Okay. <laughs> we take all of the mattresses and stand them up and pad the walls. Move furniture out of the way in this hotel room. And you're the adult. I am the adult. Mm-hmm. And we there's this big kid. He was big. And he wanted to like fight me. So I said, well, we can't fight with our fists because I'll lose my job. And uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll do this. And it kind of happened organically. But I remember having like a SummerSlam event with these kids like on the last <laughs> night of this trip. SummerSlam? Yeah. What parts of them did you slam? Oh, I mean, it was like, you know. <laughs> yeah, that would probably be frowned upon nowadays. Because somebody would have inevitably take video of it. Then it would make it onto Facebook. And then Instagram. And then jail. Yeah, we had to have pretty good boundaries with these kids. Like, you couldn't, you know, hug Yeah, all them. the furniture. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you put a mattress in between you and the tarred kids. Yeah, I, I just remember things really, really getting out of hand, but that was, like, the only time, because you you couldn't, yeah, they called it hands-on, you know, that you, you couldn't do that hmm. kind of stuff, just because, like, you didn't know what a kid's issues were. But this last ah, night of this okay. trip, where we were all frustrated, we had, like, a, a brawl. In a hotel. <laughs> but, nice. uh, yeah, I don't, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> well, the statute of limitations is over, and Andrew watched the Olympics. Yeah. So or didn't. I don't know. Last what, weekend, what I spent most of the weekend at Nick's house. Nick lives on a lake. He Now he does. So when you're at a lake house in the summer, you watch the Olympics? Anyway, 
Um, Nick wanted to watch There's the nothing, Olympics. Nothing else to do. <laughs> which I get, because Nick likes rules. The Olympics are full of sports that have rules. That's true. What? But I never liked the Summer Olympics because they didn't have... Hockey? Hockey. They didn't have skiing. They didn't have all those things that happen in the winter. <laughs> right. They didn't have all the... That's why they call them Summer Olympics. But but like most of the Winter Olympics sucks too. There's a couple saving graces in the Winter Olympics, like hockey. Yeah. The Winter Olympics has never-ending figure skating. Right. And that's the only thing that they will show yeah. on TV when all I want to see is curling. So... The Summer Olympics had nothing for me ever. Okay. We turn it on. There's volleyball. And it's like, okay, I guess that's kind of fun. Men's or women's? Both. Oh. And I couldn't figure out why one man. So there's like a team of like five guys versus a team of five guys. So there's like the blue team versus the red team. Sure. But there's one guy in the blue team with a red shirt. What? And I'm just like, why is there a red team player playing on the blue team? Was he the captain or something? No or? one could quite explain it. Nick Maybe tried to, but it from didn't a, make sense. Was he from a dumb country? What countries? No, it was just like, oh, he's only allowed to hit it a certain way. In what sport? Volleyball. Only allowed to hit it a certain way. I don't never heard of these rules with I volleyball. Know. They're trading players now. Hmm. So there's that. And then what else was there? Uh, luckily, I didn't have to watch a lot of running. Because that's real boring. <laughs> but what's worse than running is swimming. Mm. I, to- I, I told Nick, I said, I, I'm not watching swimming. No way. So we're surfing around. We're looking for what And he's like, but I shaved my entire body. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's like judo. Oh, that sounds fun. Fucking chopping. Chopping? Yeah, that's what they do in judo. Judo chops, yeah. Yeah. That's all I know. So we turn on judo. I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. Judo is basically There's like, nothing happening, and then someone wins. It's very nothing slow. Nothing happens. Someone wins. It's two guys lying on the floor together. Yeah, no, it's, they're it's, not it's, on the floor. They're just standing there about to shake hands, and then there's a winner. Let's. <laughs> can you pull up judo? Yeah, pull up judo. Let's, let's see if we can make some sense of this. Olympic because judo. Th- this is the most disappointing thing I've ever seen in my life. Olympic judo. Okay. I've never seen anything more disappointing. Well, we'll get to the bottom of it. It can't be that I think if we just, you know, you see it with fresh eyes, we get a couple other sets of eyes on it and we problem solve like we did how we solved the problem you had a couple weeks ago. What problem did I have? The worst question, but the most important question solved. I don't think it's solved. I still think I'm just above retard. Two clicks. Yeah. Right. Five above a cat. I have no more confidence that I'm any better off than a retard mm, i felt like we got all that cleared up i don't think we did it at all maybe i'm not smart enough to understand that it was cleared up puke what 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 are you finding i'm fucking working on no, it no, you no, dick I, you were the one that asked I, me to I'm find a video for updates Jeez, nicely next, look forward next week to puke apologizing to brett <laughs> judo okay. making its debut at the olympics oh it's debut and we have all right i'm gonna turn that down there we go i'm gonna fast forward so here we have Oh, that person actually fell over. It turned into wrestling. Well, the point of judo, I think, is mostly like throwing moves, and then you have to pin them or something. But yeah, it's it's very quick. Okay, where you're, they just you're doing kinda... a highlight reel, but when you actually watch it in real time in the Olympics, this is all it is, and it ends. Oh, they're falling down. They're actually doing stuff. I didn't see them doing anything when I watched it. Oh, really? The most exciting sport we saw was table tennis. Well, anyway, that's all I know about judo, and those are the only videos I'd seen, so I didn't know that there were better videos of judo, so maybe next time you can look up videos of judo yourself.
But I didn't want to watch Olympics <laughs> in the first place, let alone <laughs> watch post Olympic videos. Oh, how long does all this go on for? I don't know. It Olympics. seems like forever. I thought it was two weeks. Man, that's they've done long like time. one week. I don't know. But yeah, judo is pretty boring. There's there's the the events with the horse, the like equestrian sports where it's like, why is this guy getting a medal because he rode a horse? Why doesn't the horse get a medal? I know, Why don't they make I horse know, horses for part of the Olympics? They are. There's also surfing, which I think this is the first year of that. Is there There's like a winter Olympics where they ride the thing from Star Wars? <laughs> Tauntaun yeah. sports. They should, uh, yeah, they should have like seal riding. Like who, <laughs> who can wrestle a walrus? <laughs> Here's the seal gutting competition. <laughs> Next up, seal clubbing. Yeah. <laughs> Now, that would be a sport where they just have a stadium filled with baby seals. And this guy's just fucking, he's like from Saskatchewan. He's just clubbing the fuck out of him. All right, he killed 32 seals. That's gold again for Canada. They should pop up from holes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> the guy has to skate, like, you know, so that there's some skill in it. So he has to skate between holes and just smash the shit out of an adorable baby seal. All, oh. the, all the medals in seal clubbing go to Russia and Canada. <laughs> Russia with 19 golds in seal clubbing. Yeah. So other sports that are silly, uh, archery, which is skilled, I guess, but these guys that are like Olympic athletes in quotation marks and they're like 40-some years old and fat, it's pretty interesting. Let's see that. Can we see some archery? See some archery? Yeah. And don't worry, audio listener, we'll describe it to you like really in a high level of detail. <laughs> All right. 22-year-old uh, this guy... He's from Turkey. Yeah. So much number. Wow! Why are they carrying so many bows? I don't know. Are those the? Oh, I don't think these are the actually Olympic. Are these the Olympians? Or that, are these the that, caddies? That guy in the mask is an Olympian. I don't know the dude in the blue shirt is. This he guy's looks like he'd be a better caddy. Wait, are they all competing yeah, with masks on? No, they take them off. There you go. Now you can see. But yeah, it's it's really sad. So. They have crazy fucking bows, and I don't even know how long, how far they're shooting them. Why? I like they how they kind of smile after they shoot. Well, because they know they've they've got a good shot. Because then there's the bullseye with different points, and like this video makes it look so much more exciting because it's probably like minutes in between them shooting their bow. Mm. Look at that guy's little smirk when he shoots. Oh, he's got one too. This I could get right. into. That's almost a Canyon, perfect really. bullseye. Okay. So those are boring. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I like that. And I also found out this week that uh, San Marino is a country inside of Italy. Do you know that? Yes. You're thinking oh, of the really? Vatican. No. San Marino is tiny. It's a very tiny country. I'll bring up a map for you since we're doing things that suck for podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. San Marino. It's a little, it's a little teeny tiny like city state <laughs> inside of the borders of Italy. What the fuck is that? Why does that exist? How do they have Olympians? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know why. Well, let's go to Wikipedia and read about Even though Wikipedia is probably just going to say they're white supremacists, but let's just check it out and see what it says about what San Marino's story Well, I mean, you can is. read this. It's a mountainous microstate surrounded by north-central Italy among the world's oldest republics. It retains much of its historic architecture. On the slopes of the Monte Titano sits the capital, also called San Marino, known for its medieval walled old town and narrow cobblestone streets. 
In other words, it's just like the rest of Italy. <laughs> but how did they successfully become their own little republic? Oh, who, who the fuck knows? That's the interesting thing. No one will know. We certainly won't figure it out. They've probably existed since like uh, 1238. Could be. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But anyway, that was. I think that was the most interesting thing about the Olympics is that I found out about a new country that I didn't know existed. <laughs> Minnesota? Yeah. Minnesota, Minneapolis, Montenegro. I don't know what they are. So I haven't followed this. Fucking China's in lead. God damn it. S- since the, the Olympics are a center of attention, is there a bunch of bullshit around everything? I mean, there could be. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I don't either. Because I'm know. not paying attention. The only exposure I have gotten to the Olympics is just watching YouTube highlight reels. And man, I just go through and I went, what? That's a sport? What the fuck is happening? You actually seeked it out. Yeah, because no, I'm, I'm curious about things. exposed to it. Because mm. a few days later, I was at an Airbnb with my coworkers. Yeah. And I sat down on the couch, and one of them turned the TV on and started watching the Olympics. I looked at it for nine seconds, and I went, if you keep this on, I'm either just going to bed or I'm leaving. Oh. What, was, what were you watching? Swimming. Oh, okay. What event? Oh, and then it went into the gymnastics, like the the, what's it called? The bar, like where they just the, the flippy the twirly beam. Yeah, the flippy twirly jumping. on the beam, balance beam. Is it called the balance beam? There's a thing called a balance beam. I don't know if that's what you're watching. <laughs> well, you've got the horse. You've got the balance beam. You've got you've got the, the parallel bars. Parallel bars. You've, you've got and that I can be impressed by the floor routine. I can floor be impressed exercise. by that, but yeah. I am just I'm, I don't know. You've got the vault. Or the springboard. I just don't, don't want to watch any of these people do any of these things. No, Not I like at all. I like seeing very quick snippets because I go, I could never do that. <laughs> and then I watch the archery guy and I go, hmm. oh, and I was getting real mad. Like during tennis, for example, mm-hmm. there are people on the sidelines that are like, they're at the fucking Olympics. They're at work and they're on television. Sure. And they could not look more angry. Well, they've probably been there for like twelve hours. I don't care. Or something. Oh, this is what the peak of their like? life. They should look happy. Mm. Wait, who? Are I they? want them to look happy. They're athletes? No, they're like just the people on the sidelines, like the. Well, so they're workers. They're or like something. the workers, or the people who work for the team, no or workers the coach look people. Happy. Maybe they're concentrating. Maybe they're just resting bitch face. No, they just look pissed oh, off okay. that they're there. <laughs> Okay. And it's like, fine, fuck off. Go find someone who's happy to be here. Mm. I don't want to see people pissed off to be at the Olympics. Yeah. I did enjoy watching today videos of the female shot put, hammer throw, and discus athletes. One minute. Them what? some big women. You just said that you threatened somebody to leave a house if they kept the Olympics on. <laughs> so you can't empathize with somebody not enjoying the Olympics? No. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I feel like that's unfair. No, I feel like I'm the oddball who doesn't enjoy the Olympics. Everyone else does. So what the fuck are you doing on the TV screen not enjoying the Olympics? Who would mm. enjoy the Olympics? Everyone but me? I feel like people over the age of 50. And Nick. I feel like oh, Nick, and Nick. Oh. people who are on TV have to... I bet they don't even like it. I feel like the ratings are way down because you have other choices. I mean, back in the 90s, you could either watch the Olympics or like, I don't know, 60 Minutes. So my other like question, too. You know how it says yeah. Tokyo 2020 on everything? Yes. I get that. Like you don't want to redo the sign, but you could redo the graphic. What do you mean? The graphic doesn't take any effort to redo. What? It's just what? hitting backspace and then one. 
I'm confused because what so graphic everything are you referring at the Olympics, to? Every, graf- every sign says Tokyo 2020, but yeah. then there's like graphics on TV, like the Chiron type graphic. Sure. Why does that have to say Tokyo 2020? Oh, so you know what you're watching? I mean, but because, it's 2021. Because every uh, oh, oh yeah, it does say that. Are well, you fucking serious? You didn't realize that? On this website, I didn't notice. Um, I thought it was the year 2020. The reason that they're doing this is because it was canceled last year. I get it. And but I get like you don't want to have to sh- remake all the banners and all the signs that are all over the stadiums and shit. That <laughs> yeah, makes never, perfect sense. But the digital, I never noticed the digital banners. Why are they not changed to 2021? And then if they're not changing, because the, then they wouldn't match the physical banners. Bigger question: If they're not changing the digital banners to 2021, when they show the athlete like Oleg from Russia, 24, yeah, is that his age in 2020 or 2021? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> there's no fucking way to know. Russia's not in the Olympics this year. This is. The mass Mandela effect. They kicked out Russia officially. They kicked out Russia? But all of their athletes are then competing under the Russian Olympic Committee. It just doesn't say Russia. Oh. So it says ROC. I had to look that up. But they're So they kicked out Russia because they're cheating too much, but all their athletes can still compete, just not under the banner of the country of Russia. <laughs> it's dumb. Anyway, back to my point. Women that uh, do shot put and shit, they're not the ones that are having a lot of sex at the Olympics because you, you've heard the stories, right? There's a lot of sex happening at the Olympics because it's a fuck ton of like the most young and athletic people on the planet, so they're probably in pretty good shape. Oh, sure, yeah. Not the shot put, ladies. Let's have a look. Do you want to see? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm a fucking awful dick for saying this, but there's big women. Also, probably the weightlifters. Yeah, oh, yeah, Chinese uh, powerlifters, not a good thing. So hopefully one of these, there we go, oh, 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 we're going to get an ad. Fuck me, I clicked on Yahoo. Nope, that's our live stream. I don't know what's happening here. So let's see here, I'll go back, I'll try. Let's see here, what if I try videos, and then I click on like, let's see what this is. No one well, this is men's shot put. Well, fuck that up. I'm going to go back. I'm going to click on Raven Saunders. Now, this is an interesting character. Yeah, this is one of the U.S. Olympians. Okay. Well, there you go. Whoa, she, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. She's a big old woman with you don't think she green fucks? and purple. She. I mean, I don't know who would. You don't think she's doing more fucking than average at the Olympics? Do you? Yeah. I, don't. I bet you she is. Oh. Not based on her level of attraction, of, of, of her attractiveness towards men. Oh, you think she's a les? Um, yes, because one of the, well, yes. Look at her. <laughs> Two, yes, because one well, of the titles of the video Wait, said out and wh- proud. Why does she throw with the uh, mask on and then take the mask off? Yeah, with, so. Does anybody get what's going on? And so, yes. We all get it. So this Everyone w- gets it. This p- Everyone's got it. No one does. We've all got it. So You're right. Hang Andrew on. Right. I have a theory. Get that trap. Because it only... Apl- <laughs> so this lady's insane. Uh, apparently at the qualifiers, she was wearing some weird mask. And then during the Olympics, like while she was doing the shot put, she was wearing a, a Hulk mask, but she has holes cut in it so she can breathe. So she's just an insane person. But all the other athletes are smart enough to take the fucking thing off. Uh, make this the show image, but Photoshop the three of us peeking in from like behind the stadium, but we're giants. 
<laughs> and we're like looking down at her. Not right. Even though in real life, if we were all our actual sizes, she would kill us. Right click, save scary image. Well, make sure none of you talk while I do things that I was asked to do. I, I'm yeah. making sure we live up to the name of this show. That's right. all. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I didn't see any of this. I don't know anything about it. Now I'm intrigued. Now I feel like maybe I should go and check in with some of this. Have there been any great moments? Oh, sure. What's the greatest moment? Yeah. I haven't seen any. Oh. Well, how do you know that? <laughs> how do you be so sure? Because uh, uh, maybe. I mean, it's possible. Are there know. like great moments in Olympic history? Anymore? The greatest moments I've seen is that... Uh, Let's see here. The gymnast lady that was supposed to be the greatest of all time, and then she quit. Mm-hmm. So, because she was like, well, I got to take a me day. <laughs> Literally, she, she's supposed to be like the best Olympian gymnast ever. And then she was fucking up, and she was like, well, I quit. Maybe she saw so, too much of this bullshit with the, the masks. and I don't know. We were having a conversation about this at work, and it's like, if you're the greatest of all time. Oh, and Nick, I just listened to this on Nick's News with Nick. And he was talking about this. And there was, remember that? <laughs> a better name for the show. Nick's News with Nick. <laughs> with Nick. <laughs> but uh, there was that Olympian back in the 90s that did the vault or whatever with a broken ankle. And that was like the greatest fucking thing for five or that six years. That sounds impressive. Did you not see it when you were a child? No. I did. I, I hated the Olympics. My parents I've always hated the Olympics. My parents, well, so we didn't have a lot of TV. So when the Olympics came on, it was either that or like go back out into the fucking field and go stare at the stars. Or, yeah. Go fuck a fucking hay bale. <laughs> or a goat. We didn't have goats. Oh. There were cattle nearby, but they're big and feisty. They kick you. Yeah. Um, what was I talking about? Anyway, Simone Biles, she sucks, I think. Mm. Yeah. She's supposed to be the greatest Olympian gymnast ever, but then she's just like, I quit. And it's like, well, I guess you're not that great, are you? I just don't like that everyone Otherwise has an you opinion about it. Otherwise, you push through. Because I've seen stuff like... <laughs> well, I don't have an opinion about it other than on the show, because we got to talk it. about something. No, you're going to brown the Olympics. Yeah. Sorry. Mm. Yeah, I saw people talking about this woman. And Me too. Like, and how I dare it. she? How dare she? And I'm like, how dare you, motherfucker? And then you I, had, I saw also, how dare they? How dare she they? She dot, dot, dot. And then I'm just like, I don't, I don't care. Is that a girl's name? How dare they? <laughs> Look at these sports. Mm -hmm. uh, badminton? Why? Oh, that let's was see. fun to watch. Uh, let's see here. Canoe slalom, canoe sprint. There's a bunch of cycling stuff. I guess that makes sense. Is Diving. that like interactive? Wait, wait. They have way? BMX now? Yeah. Yeah, with tricks and shit. This is why I didn't like the Olympics. I saw a chick do a pretty cool flippy 360 thingy. Right. Yeah. This is why I didn't like the Olympics. Because when I was a boy... Mm-hmm. Which I'm saying this more and more, and I really like saying when I was a boy. When I was a I boy. I talk to people, and I say things like when I was a boy, and it comes out naturally, and it's accurate. And it's accurate. I love it. Back in my day? But when I was a boy, I would watch television, and I would see this thing called the X Games. And I'm yes. like, oh, cool. This is like all those VHS tapes of skateboarders with punk music in the background that I used to watch. But now it's like on broadcast TV. I can just turn it on and watch it. Mm. And it's not the same video over and over again. Cool. And there's fucking dirt bikes and there's goddamn BMX bikes and all this cool shit and inline skates. This is back when I thought inline skates were cool. So um, <laughs> that was super exciting. And then it's like every few years, hey, the Olympics. And I go, oh, it's like the X Games, right? Imagine my disappointment. 
when I turn on the Olympics after being exposed to the X Games. This is why I hated the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And now the Olympics are 25 years later or more, whatever it is, trying to piggyback off of the X Games. Yeah, because they, they, they're they losing audience. So they do have hockey, but it's field hockey, which is gay. Uh, golf, football, which is soccer, judo, karate, marathon swimming. We know there's a lot of swimming, rowing, rugby, sailing, shooting, skateboarding. Sport climbing. I haven't seen any videos of that yet. That might be interesting. Surfing. I think this is the first year for that. Uh, table tennis. Gay. Taekwondo. Don't know what that is for sure. How is that different from judo or karate? Uh, it seems um, cooler. Water polo and weightlifting, wrestling, volleyball. Yeah. Like weightlifting. That makes sense. Like I thought the point of, you know, what is the point of the Olympics? Is it supposed be to be run. like human, human, like uh, uh, endurance or something? Of what? Of the entire Olympics? Like, you know, most of the Olympic sports back in the day were a lot of physical stuff, and it seems like they're getting into more. Like, like at what point is World of Warcraft going to be an Olympic sport? <laughs> I bet they'll bring that in where they're like, well, we got to have e-games because nobody's watching water polo. I don't think there's anything there the Olympics. that doesn't require some sort of physical skill. Yeah. Shooting? Oh, sure. I mean, you got to have a steady hand. Got to have good hand-eye coordination. Good hand-eye yeah, coordination. Yeah, they're way the fuck better than I am, but some of them are fat. Yeah. And basically, that means they're not Olympic athletes to me. But physically Golf, skilled. really? Yeah, okay. Golf. Let's, let's think about this. Let's say you train and you work and you are regimented and disciplined your entire fucking life to be the best swimmer, runner, high jumper, whatever it is, right? You, you, you sacrifice all these things and you get that gold medal. And that's the thing you're most proud of in life. And then you walk across the Olympic grounds to the after party and there's a fucking fat slob there flashing his gold medal <laughs> and he is just as good as you for shooting. Golf is diff- Golf is one of the most precise sports there is. Like, to be good at golf and to to go from, like, say, a five handicap to a scratch golfer, which means a zero handicap, Hmm. handicap is how many strokes over par you average per 18 holes. From a wheelchair? Like, the difference between having a five handicap and being a scratch golfer or a negative handicap golfer is insane. Hmm. It requires a ton of work. And golf is a game of absolute millimeters. It is, like... Golf is uh, like a real sport, oh, I think. Really? Okay. You know, yes. I grew up on a golf course, and I got pretty good at golfing. You could have been in the Olympics. pretty fucking good. Probably but not. I was what you called an itch golfer. So whenever I go out golfing, I'd be itching to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> but there's so many more holes left. Are you sure they weren't just calling you a bitch golfer? Nope. Look at that little bitch running away from could the be. golf. Um. What do you guys think about the controversy of the women's volleyball teams having to wear bikinis? Did you hear about that? No, I don't know anything about that. So apparently, I don't care. And when I when I watch oh. women's volleyball, the bikini, like I see, there's the bikinis there, and it's yeah. like, okay, the level one thing is for all like the dads to go, oh, look at the bikini, all right? Yeah. None of it is appealing to me. I don't go, oh, I have a boner now. Yeah, aren't they all <laughs> abnormally large women? Yeah, they're all very tall. Some of the Scandinavian and, and teams. And they're not attractive looking in these outfits. Some like, of the Scandinavians. They would probably look have more attractive the in, a, in the evening gown. Probably. Well, anyway, apparently it's the rules that you have to wear bikinis. And one of the teams was like Germany or something. is like, fuck, you were wearing shorts. But they're still like super tight shorts. They're basically like hot pants. 
And apparently they were fined. Hmm. Okay. I think men volleyball players should have to wear Speedos to even it out. That'd be hilarious. What do they wear? Shorts. Yeah, they're like, they wear the same thing that you would wear if you're out playing volleyball on the beach with your friends. Shorts. Yeah. Shorts and like a tank top. I think they just wear shorts, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Boxing. Is that a sport? Yes, of course. Nah, I don't think so. I mean, that's everything. That's strength, endurance, <laughs> mindset. It's a huge mindset thing. Mm-hmm. It seems violent. And golf also is a very much a mindset thing. If you get, if you start mm-hmm. getting in your head while you're playing golf, yeah, you're fucked. Oh, like about what you're doing or what you're doing wrong. Yeah. Once you like start making mistakes, it's like very, very difficult to set yourself straight. I like watching the videos of the weightlifting because they do. The clean and jerk and the snatch. Let's see it. And some of these, some, you want to, you want to see the men's or the women's. Men's clean and jerk. Yeah, the women's is just disturbing. They're big women. It's impressive. Boom! Here we go. This is the eighty-five kilogram. Class. That's only an hour long. So first this of is all, not from the Olympics. Let me see if I can find. Oh, I got to put in Olympics twenty twenty. Twenty twenty one. Let's see here. Um, Same exact video showed up. Yeah, it pretty much did. This says Olympics, but I don't know if that's from this Olympics. Maybe if I put 2020. Okay, let's see here. Let's, what's this? Welcome to this oh, week's episode of Whiteboard, where we watch the Olympics. What? Where's the... There we go. NBC Sports. Look at that. I already watched this. <laughs> All right. So Here we go. Look at this Chinaman. All right. That was 170 kilograms. There's nothing surprising about this video. I don't like a couple of things. That man has a nice build. Doesn't he? <laughs> For a power lifter, he's Yeah, he thin. doesn't look like oh, a power yeah. lifter. Because like the world's strongest man power lifters are fucking fat as shit. That is, the, these are tough things to do. <laughs> now he's celebrating and they show it in slow-mo, so he has a ridiculous face. My favorite part so far of these videos is the Chinese Olympians, they sure are. They like that China. They're always like screaming China and pointing to the flag and if stuff. If they don't, they'll be executed. Probably. They're going to the camps. <laughs> well, yeah, I like this. I, this is this this conversation has got me real into uh, wanting to watch some of this. I think oh, this Jesus, this I'm is leaving. one of the this is one of the guys that got gold, and I think he did over four hundred pounds on the like snatch and jerk and clean. Not that time, but oh, <laughs> uh, uh, he had to bow out. Yeah. I don't know. It's very captivating. <clears throat> yeah, see, there he goes. He pointed. He's like, oh, China, very good. Very good, China. Oh, we best. America sucks. Please don't get that drop. I want to be employed later. Well, we really <laughs> limped into the break here, but. Yeah, pretty much. I got to pee. This doesn't mean Me anything too. about what's going to happen in hour two. We're going to reset and we're going to come back. Uh, just filled <laughs> with our own content, not relying on. Videos at all. We're just going to make it as we go. Ah, Break! Go to portmanshow.com slash VIP to sign up for as little as $5 a month on Patreon to help support our drinking habits. Yeah! Yeah! Fucking second half! This is how an Olympian would do it if they did a podcast. We'd come back and we'd go, Oh, I didn't win. I quit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, mental health me day. America. America. I have the greatest sympathy for that woman. I have the greatest sympathy for that woman. I hope she's doing well. 
Fuck all these people. You, you don't take her place then, dickhead, on Twitter. Yeah, but the problem is that she's all fucking like, look at me, I'm the best there ever is, blah, 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 and then she quits. Part so, of being I mean, the that's best the problem. Is. She's not humble. If she was humble, I think yeah. people would understand. I think Part they're both wrong. Of being the best is having the mental fortitude. Yeah. To fu- fucking, it's the Olympic sacrifice your face with yeah. being the best. If you're hungover, you still got to go to work. Well, I, I, I mean, yeah, but this is different. It's different. Let's yell this whole hour. <laughs> Nobody's in <laughs> without yelling. <laughs> this shit. <laughs> okay. yeah, this shit wouldn't fly <laughs> 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. What is this shit? Yeah, what do you mean, like... Quitting? Yeah. Saying, yeah. I have uh, mental health issues? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 I mean, how many people in the fucking I mean, Soviet yeah! Union... You're allowed to have mental health issues, just not at this, not for this short period of time. Not at the Olympics. Right. Right. This is a little bit something. How many people in the Soviet Union had mental health issues? How many of them were struggling with depression? Well, probably all of them, because they're filled with steroids. Right. No, but I mean, like back in the day, they still showed <laughs> but up. But did any of that stop them? No. 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 Because they had a, uh, what was I going to say? Love for Russia. <laughs> now, I assume, speaking of great Olympic moments, the and great then we'll Soviet Union will crush America at the badminton. The greatest Olympic moment, all things considered, because it happened in the United States, was hockey, and it was America beating the Russians. True. In 1980, Lake Placid, I assume people have seen this, called by Bob Costas, the greatest. If they haven't seen it, they should not. I thought Howard Cassell was the greatest. No, he said the greatest. Bob Costas is the greatest, sweetest man. Um, he's also a piece of shit because he was talking about guns like a few years ago and stuff. So. He did that, and that yeah. he, that happens. Yeah, but he's a very nice man. He has. But very... he was great announcer. Yeah. So actually, no, I think it was Al Michaels. Sorry, Al Michaels. Oh, Al called. Michaels is pretty good too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fuck Costas. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think it was Al Michaels who called. Pull it up. Pull up. Nineteen. No. I mean, let's no. get the right energy no. for hour two. No. Celebrating our victory no. over Russia. In America. Fuck yeah. Lake Placid. Do you believe in miracles? That's what they said. (laughs) Aren't there movies about that? Maybe. Yes. It's called Miracle. On Ice? Oh, that's what it was. No, it's just called Miracle Miracle. Wasn't it called Miracle on Ice? No, it's just called Miracle. Oh. Miracle Mile? The event was called Miracle on Ice. The greatest show on earth. The movie was Miracle. Tigers. (laughs) Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, word association would make a great hour. I mean, <laughs> wow. Like a wower. Um, yeah. So the chat contributed nothing as far as topics or ideas. Uh, Bridget so. wants to talk us to talk about uh, the SMS providers censoring text messages. What about it? What they? How are they doing this? What are the SMS providers? This is like through the phone company? Verizon? It says how the DNC is working with all SMS providers to censor text messages containing misinformation about the virus. Yeah, I saw that. I just feel like every text message I send now should contain that kind of information. Uh, My webmaster sends me texts, and I've started deleting some of the things that he sends. Yeah. Well, that's on Signal. I don't use text. I just use... I mean, who gives a shit? I use Facebook. Oh, I don't talk to anybody on there anymore. Well, you guys. Does any of it is any of it worth worrying about? I don't think so. I don't know. So 
I've been going farther and farther down this conspiracy rabbit hole. I'm more conspiracy minded than I've ever been before in my life, but I'm also less pessimistic than I've ever been in my life, even though I identify more with the conspiracy side now than ever. This is the way to be. Well, here's why. So it seems like everyone is being labeled conspiracy theorist, misinformation, spreadist, all this stuff. (laughs) You're a spreader. Yeah. Right. But I don't think that's the case. Like, yes, that's the fear is to be eliminated through being labeled like that. Yes. But I don't think being labeled like that is even a bad thing anymore. Mm-mm. I well, think I mean, enough it's, people it's like being called a racist, right? Enough people are being labeled like that. It doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Now, if you put yourself out there, if you actively go into these environments where 100% of the people are working with every fiber of their being to not be labeled that, then yes, you will be ruined. Mm-hmm. But if you live in the real world, if you operate in the real world, well, you and 69, no, nice. 84% of the people are conspiracy theorists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, li- I live in the real world where th- th- this is the majority. Hmm. So you, fine, call the majority a bunch of conspiracy theorists and misinformation people. Yeah. Whatever. Who uh, cares? <laughs> I guess, yeah. I don't know that it... So I'm more optimistic in that sense, and I was trying to keep yelling. Wait, how does oh, that translate yeah. into optimism, though? Oh, because I'm. Uh, what's there to worry about? Sure. Well, like, unless you make a living through this stuff. Sure. But I make a living with schools. Okay, yeah, but mm. that's different. You I, don't have to express your ideas to make a living through schools. Kaczynski time! Yes, that's the real... I, oh, Get a Jeez. t-shirt. Make a shirt that says that. And Andrew, wear it to work. <laughs> wear it to and let's put your theory to let's put your time. optimism to the test. And I'm going to show up to help unpack a new a new delivery. Yeah. That's why I'm here. <laughs> your package arrived. <laughs> I'm here to help you set it up. Make sure it's going to work for you. That should that should be like your new business, Kaczynski time. <laughs> yeah, that's your new podcast, Kaczynski time. What a great line. <laughs> I mean, it says so much. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure the government can censor whatever the fuck they want if they really wanted to. I mean, the, the uh, NSA? I don't know. Are they doing stuff? Who knows? I don't know. Most people. I don't, what can you do? I don't think there's anything. I, I think any attempt at trying to avoid having something bad happen <laughs> is just wasted calories. Hmm. Yeah. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And nothing you do about it now is going to change it. Well, I mean, that depends on what you're talking about. And then there is like planning that goes into these things. But like stressing about it and obsessing about it and worrying about it obviously isn't a good thing. Everyone agrees with that, I think. Mm -hmm. Everyone in this room. Uh, Andrew makes a long and thoughtful (laughs) face. Yeah, I don't know. He's just thinking about his love, Kaczynski. So, but I mean, like, so let's go through one of these situations. Like, I'm wondering if in 10 days I can get on an airplane. Why wouldn't you want to get on an airplane? Because the flight got canceled? No, just because of how things are going right now and how things really seem to be escalating very sharply with this whole, like, they're talking about lockdowns again. Oh, yeah. Um, Mm. I will bet you any amount of money the answer is yes. 
Yes to... You can get on an airplane. Okay, great. Well, what what are you basing your bet on? Reality. Okay, yeah. well, tell me more know. about it. I think it. enough people have had uh, enough. Enough people have had enough. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the sentiment is there's there's enough people that have had... Uh, you know, so as as easy as it is to go... Up with this shit. Like, as, okay, there are plenty of times where I was wrong, where I go, people aren't going to go along with this, and fucking people went along with it. Mm-hmm. But people also didn't go along with it. There was just no public. There was no publicity on the people who didn't go along with it, whatever it might be. And as far as getting on a plane, like if that's the example here, a year ago you can get on a plane. A year ago I got on a plane and went to fucking Seattle. Yeah, I was I was there. I yeah. saw it happen. Puked at the same thing. Right. <laughs> we were yep. both on the same plane. Okay. We so, both got on a plane. So that was August. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I flew out to fucking Al- uh, San Francisco or whatever. Yeah, in I'm just October. I, I, yeah, I, I know. I, I'm just wondering that now the conversation has changed. I'm not saying you're has wrong. It changed? Oh my god! Yeah, absolutely. The conversation has changed. To what? Now there are people who are irresponsible and stupid who are not getting the vaccine. But that was, uh, was last year too. No, but, there was there was no vaccine when you. Guys but that was last year. Oh, well, people okay. who, who didn't want to wear masks. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. It was. Mm-hmm. But you put them on to get on a plane. Yep. Right? Everyone submitted to get on a plane. Mm, I agree. So now the submitting is a little more drastic. Well, uh, get on uh, get on Google. Find a blank. Um, I think you can find pictures of blank, whatchamacallit, cards, if you're really that worried. Photoshop some shit onto it. You can use mine as a reference. And fucking, fucking I've, use I've it. I've done a version of this. Oh, my God. Now that we've talked about it on the show, I got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I've done a version of this. With the license. Yeah. Nothing bad happened. Well, it's not like a crisis. It's just like it, it's a point of interest. Like if I can't fly, I, ca- I can't fly. And I am kind of pointing out that this is different than last year where like everybody could be fucking in their words divided on masks, but they put them on to get on planes. Hmm. Right. No. So now it's like uh, it, this. That was the trial balloon for this. And if you don't have this, you can't get on the plane. Like, like, and that's not the case yet. But things are definitely like trending. So you're saying it's escalated. Things are it's rapidly escalated trending. from masks to mandatory vaccine to do. Yeah. X, now, y, and Z. do I think it can escalate that fast in the in the next ten days? Probably not. And I've been wrong about the rate at which I thought things would escalate before. But. So I don't think so, but... My argument, though, is, yes, I agree. There's an escalation there. Yeah. But there's also an escalation in the volume of people who are like, okay, you know what? Fuck this. Mm -hmm. But, and so, okay, what does that mean? I don't know. How many more... Okay, this has to count for something. I don't know what it counts for, how much it counts for, but... The number, the sheer number of businesses that today would say no to shutting down again versus a year ago. God, I hope you're right. I really do. I'd rather I, live I, I in a world it, where I believe that. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree. I totally agree. And same with me. Um, I really hope you're right. And I think that that would be more true here than it is in Pittsburgh. So now you and I have kind of a cultural divide. We live in different cultures. Well, I, but but now at this point, Pittsburgh's great again. Mm. Yeah. Did we talk about what happened at Pitt? Was that on the show? Yeah. No. Uh, no. You talked about it somewhere. Oh, I don't yeah. recall this story. 
Okay. So what we go to the car the show. Uh, Gabrielle and I go to the car show last weekend, right? We have the merriest time. We we run into this guy, Steve, who's got a Rolls Royce Silver Spur, like from the 80s. Okay. Okay. Um, beautiful, blue, not mint condition, but it's pretty good. This is called the P- Pittsburgh Historic Grand Prix? The Pittsburgh Historic Grand Prix mm-hmm. is Vintage out Grand in, Prix. like, Oakland, like that area. So... That's where we are. We have the most delightful day looking at supercars, looking at Jaguar E-types, and we take a whole bunch of... It's really, really just lovely. Then we meet Steve in the Rolls-Royce section. Funny enough, a few months ago, uh, we were in Sewickley together, Gabrielle and I, and she starts taking pictures of this car like in a really... Like as far as taking pictures of a somebody else's Rolls-Royce... The word that comes to mind is uh, rapey. Like how, like <laughs> she was like, if, if my microphone is the uh, flying lady. She took the spirit of ecstasy and tried to achieve true ecstasy with she, it. She's she's like, now. For anyone who doesn't know non-car people, the spirit of ecstasy is the hood emblem that protrudes out of the hood of the Rolls Royce. It's the, the, the winged angel. Yeah. Okay. Isn't it also called the flying lady? Nope. It's just the spirit of ecstasy. What is the flying lady? That might be... That's something I made up? I think so. All right. Amelia Earhart? That sounds way (laughs) less uh, impressive than the spirit of ecstasy. She Mm. is right up in front of the spirit of ecstasy. Like, as close... What if it's a Bentley thing? Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Wait, what's a Bentley thing? The spirit of ecstasy? I could be... What if it's not Rolls Royce? I'm pretty sure the Rolls Royce thing is called the Flying Lady. Simply the Flying Lady. So... I'm going to try and find out. Okay, great. And I'm kind of like, she's just being completely innocent and sweet and trying to get good pictures. Rolls Royce. And I'm thinking like, oh man, people used to try and steal these things because they're worth a lot of money if you can rip one off the car. So I'm thinking like, yes, this is great to get these pictures, but if somebody is watching us, like- It's the spirit of ecstasy, not excellence. He said ecstasy. Did you? Oh, I typed in excellence. Oops. Uh, It doesn't say anything like AKA the flying lady? It may somewhere- no, but I googled flying lady hood ornament, and it's just showing images of the spirit of ecstasy, but it, it nowhere is it saying, like, flying lady. Anywhere. I mean, maybe that's what people called it at some point, because it's, uh, it's a flying lady. Well, later, Rolls-Royce developed this design where you could press a button inside the car, and a little hatch would open, and it would drop down and hide yeah. the spirit of ecstasy, mm-hmm. as yes. it's called, uh, while you departed from the car. So uh, I'm just kind of like, man, if somebody is in one of these businesses and watching this, you know, very sweet and harmless woman doing this, still, it is kind of like, whoa, that person is a little close to my rolls, you know? Mm. So we see this rolls, same color as the one we saw in Swickley months ago, and this sweet man, Steve, standing there. And we walk up and we say, we think we saw this car in Swickley. And he goes, you're the couple my wife told me about. (laughs) So it was very nice, and he let us sit in it. Like, nobody was like, you don't go and sit in the cars at the car show, usually. No. Yeah. Right. So Unless this guy, they're owned by a dealership. So all three of us, at one point, are like in this Rolls Royce together, talking up. I, I There's a little badge on the, it's like a metal badge on the dashboard. I touch it, and it falls off. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So, and he's he's so nice. He shows us under the hood. He shows us the V12. It's like really, really just one of the things that make the day. We feel like we've also made his day and we are just sailing, right? As we stroll into Oakland where the colleges are yes. for dinner, right? 
we have a magnificent dinner at a place called The Porches. We eat outside. We stare into each other's eyes. It's very wonderful. It's very romantic. Then I say, let's take a quick walk over to Forbes Field, the remnants where the Pirates used to play until about 1970. Hmm. There's this Forbes Field. The, the outfield fence, parts of it are still there. But the, the ballpark itself is gone. Now, we know from previous discussions of Forbes Field that the home plate still also exists. It is in a pit building, right? So her and I, who are we're just having such a marvelous day, I said, you know what would really just top this off? We go find that home plate. We walk in to the hall called Posner Hall, and I'm only saying that because if you're in Pittsburgh, stay out of this place. <laughs> so here's a good point to interrupt because I have to interrupt. I'm okay. sorry, and I know the story, so I don't want to interrupt later in the story where things are more significant. Okay. Uh, you said you popped the hood and you looked at the V12. <laughs> well, it doesn't have a V12? Rolls-Royce didn't have a V12 until they were bought by BMW many years later. This car had a V12. This car had a V8. I saw it. It was a V12. So I might be wrong about what year it was. Did, wait, did the hood ornament disappear? No, it didn't have that. Okay. Well, so, oh, so that, that would be a V12 car most likely. Okay. The one next if to it, it did. he showed us a V12. He but showed on his car. No, it was in this blue car, had a V12. This is what you're you're fact checking me on the phone. <laughs> We're supposed to be friends, not enemies. Fact checking each other. Yeah. Okay. But if there's anybody who knows cars, listening, and they hear you say that there was an '80s Rolls Royce with a V12 in it, okay, and then I just sit here silently, <laughs> and I might they're be never going to respect me again. Then it might be your. I, these are good points. Then we don't give a fuck point. about misinformation. I might have <laughs> just said '80s as an in what I thought was an inconsequential, inconsequential. Something's wrong here. Consequential detail, but it could have been '90s. It could have been '90s. Even then, it's. It... Alexa, when, when was the first time? When did BMW buy Rolls Royce? The late. The, Mid, I would say mid late 90s, 90s, mid 90s at the earliest. Okay. What was the first Rolls Royce with a V12? I think it was like the 2006 Phantom. I don't think you're right. What are you doing thinking for yourself all of a sudden? Fuck, yeah. can I be wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't fuck. All right. We, it wasn't. <laughs> and when you pop the hood on these old V8 Rolls Royces, it's not like it just says V12. Like It doesn't say clearly V8 or V12. There's a big intake plenum sitting on top of the engine. It's not like you can see the individual cylinder shapes for all the cylinders and just count them. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, What if he counted the distributor caps? Yeah, you could count the distributor <laughs> cap, but I, I doubt there was 12. There could be 16. Oh, shit. I don't have a good picture. I just have Steve showing proudly just showing selfies me with Steve. Does this help? This is the car. I'm showing Andrew a picture of the car. Oh, yeah. Andrew Let's grins oh, yeah. shittingly. He's like, <laughs> and just to make sure there wasn't some like special uh, fucking model I didn't know about, I even Googled 80s Rolls Royce V12. 90s Rolls Royce V12. Change your 8 to a 9 and let's. See what happens. I have to win this. I have to win this. I have to win. I have to win. I, have to win. Uh, I might be wrong. Eh, 
No, this isn't it. This isn't it. <laughs> you almost were right. Almost. The Rolls-Royce Silver Seraph is a large luxury automobile produced by Rolls-Royce Motors from 1998 to 2002. Powered by a BMW V12. Can you just go to Wikipedia, Silver Spur, Rolls-Royce Silver Spur? See if it ever had a V12. Predecessor was the Silver Spirit. God, there's a lot of variables here because am I even right that it's a Silver Spur? I don't think so. If anything, it looked what you showed me looked like a Silver Spirit. On the Wikipedia page for Silver Spirit, nothing comes up under V12. How about Silver Spur? And let's also have a look at Silver Spur and if it had multiple generations. Also, oh, the Silver Spirit was also called the Silver Spur, the Flying Spur, or the Silver Dawn. This would be a Silver Spur, 1990s. Was there ever a V12? 1980 to 1997. So based on this, it was replaced with the V12 Silver Seraph. All right. In 98 with BMW. So can we find out all the engines in a Silver Spur? Probably somewhere. <laughs> I, I, I have You it. did tell me to bring my own computer. You're right. <laughs> and that's when I would go full Kaczynski. Yeah. In the meantime here, we could have some drops and uh, I don't know. I'm sorry, but continue on with your story. That's the most important thing here. Yeah. I just wanted to... And all, yeah, Silver Spur redirects to this page on Wikipedia, so... My story doesn't even seem important until we settle this. I, how, why would, should anyone even believe me that well, the rest of the story is true? Oh. Sounds like you're going to have to do some research and come back next week. I'm settled when with we're my not argument. <laughs> I've seen no evidence that there's an actual V12 other than you saying he popped the hood and there was a V12. But I know what these engines look like. And I don't know that you and or Gabriella would walk away from this engine bay having any clue as to the number of cylinders under this hood. I'm 90% sure he said V12. I looked at the engine. Oh, so now we're just going based on what Steve might have said. Yeah, we are at this point. That is what we're doing. I'm trying to see if I have a video of Steve. Edit. No, I don't. I don't. She does, though. She has video of this. I've got cookies. I've got ice cream. I've got solutions. What if, I mean, Jesus Christ, what if I'm wrong here? But I, I'm so far. What I'm if just, you're both wrong? What I, if it was a Toyota? <laughs> it could be a Toyota Century. It kind of looks Rolls Royce-y. <laughs> and the Toyota Century did come with a V12. So, that we, a V12. Anyway, regardless how many cylinders it has, hand in hand, we story, skip yeah. into this pit building to try and find this home plate where a woman who is... 150 feet away from us in this giant cavernous building. Yeah. Starts yelling, are you pit students? You have to have masks on. You have to have masks on. You have to have masks on. And one of the things that I love about Gabriella <laughs> is like, you know, how I'm always like people who have public facing jobs. Don't give a shit about helping the public. And it just makes me irritated. Yeah. yeah. She just doesn't stand for it, but she does it in the most polite way. Like I'm, the <laughs> I'm the sweetest person. Does and, she know she's not standing for it? Uh, I don't know, but I when we walked out of there, I said, I really loved how you handled that because you just wouldn't take that woman being rude. And she just kept being nice. Oh, my sake. <laughs> she just kept being so nice and saying, well, when can we come back and see the home plate? 
Because he's like, everything is shut down. You can't be in here without masks. You can't be in here if you're not. The door was open. Yeah. Door was open. And also, yeah, there's no mask mandates statewide. There's only because the colleges are filled with fucking assholes. Yes. That's like when I was out there last year Mm -hmm. when I was unemployed and I went down and was wandering around the, what do you call that thing? Cathedral of Learning. And I couldn't figure out what people were staring at me because I was outside taking pictures and I wasn't wearing a mask. I was outside walking around and all these fucking idiot students and workers were in masks outside like, oh, who's this fucking guy without a mask on? I was like, you know, at some point I realized it seemed like people were looking at me. Because they like, don't oh. live in the real world. Yeah. You've stepped into this alternate yeah. fucked up yeah, world. Yeah, it was like a, right. it's like a tarred bubble. So the whole pl- the whole point of the story was as far as culture clash, this is how we got to this whole thing. Oh, right. P- Andrew said Pittsburgh is great again. In a lot of ways, like we were in Max's yesterday. Son of a bitch. Me. We tried going oh, to Max's. Oh, yeah, we did. Fuck. Yeah. Matt, Matt, when? When did you try? Friday? Friday. And what happened? We went there after 9 like p.m. Like We stopped p- serving food at 9, so we went to Burgatory. On a Friday! And Burgatory. We have to yell! It's the second half! Was the whole North Shore, which I don't like that area, was filled with people. Nobody was wearing masks. The women weren't even wearing clothes. There was a baseball game! Right. Yep. Pirates! So, but in Pittsburgh, you are more likely to stumble into one of these situations yeah, where absolutely. you're like, am I E.T.? <laughs> At the end of E.T. You're like, uh, yeah, it's like first contact with aliens on Star Trek. You're like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I didn't know your fucking culture. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but this woman was sitting in this giant building by herself. Well, maybe she was on the a cunt. Saturday. She was the cunt to just scream at people not wearing masks. Wearing a mask in this giant building by herself. Yeah. Well, that's how stupid these fucking people are. But it's not, it's, it's not just stupidity, because maybe they know how to do something. Mm. What does she know how to do? She, she works at a front desk. <laughs> Nobody yeah, who, who works at a front desk knows how to do anything. What I'm the? sure we could find an exception to this, but that's the person who works at a front desk for like a Russian mobster. I'm trying to <laughs> find like empathy and understanding, because I know once I leave here on August 11th, and I'm gone for 10 days, uh-huh. I'm going to have to deal with at least a handful of people. Who, Wait, you're leaving on the 11th? Yeah. How can I drive you to Michigan when I'm leaving on the 12th? Well, I would change my plans if I was going to ride with you or our Alex. <laughs> but, Nobody knows what's happening. The but event doesn't start till the 12th. I know, but I can, I can pre-event. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Nice beer. <laughs> High five. <laughs> so... But that, that's just a contingency plan. That is just a contingency plan that I'm thinking will most likely not be necessary. So you think you're going to run into masks? Maskers? Well, I'm going to have to wear one in the airport. Yeah. I'm sure. You do have to do that. So, so yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. This, I think we were talking about this off the air, or was this all on the show? I have no idea. You, I, I, I've never heard this story. So I don't know where you talked about it. No, no, no. I no, just no, mean like my, my concerns about traveling. The travel concern, yeah. That you didn't talk about it on this show. Okay, no, well, he, no. just, he just talked. What? <laughs> Did he? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Second half! <laughs> the conversation yeah. started this evening. Did what? I don't know if it started 28 minutes ago uh-huh. or 27 minutes ago. Yeah. But that would determine if it started before the second half or after the second half began. Which which story? 
about his concerns about getting on an airplane. That was, I think that it was, was on the show. It was... Uh, yeah, so I talked well, to like, Karen today, right? Yeah. So that's kind of what After got me the thinking half, about yeah. this. And she's like, Karen's All right. mom. Yeah, Karen's my mom. And Is she a Karen? I was like, so are your, you know, like in your town, because she, she does like um, organizing for the hospital and they just canceled their in-person event. Uh-oh. And I was like, so yeah, is that because of all this shit that's happening? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, so how are you feeling about that? She's like, oh, I don't care. I don't care about this anymore. Yeah. I've had it. Well, I've so, so I know my name is Karen, but I don't. <laughs> right. Well, I've got a similar situation because I was talking to my mother last week, and um, I'm going to visit a bunch of family members that had planned to get together in Arkansas. So that's where my brother lives and his family, and like my aunt and her husband are coming from Texas. My mother and her husband are coming from Oklahoma, and I'm coming from here. And then we're talking, and she's like, oh, I don't know. The Delta variant Arkansas is blowing up. I don't know if this is going to happen. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. And then apparently, like, my brother and his wife are super scared of all this shit and believe in all the vaccines and masking. My brother asked me if I was vaccinated this week, and I said, yes. What, you know, if I wasn't vaccinated, should I have lied? This has been a huge ethical talk on my show. Conundrum. So anyway, my point is, is that, yeah, this is coming up where all the scaredy fucks are like, oh, 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 Delta variant. But it's apparently not bad enough that people that are concerned about coronavirus, like my brother, like, you know, they think it's fine. So I think this family trip is still happening. There are two kinds of people in this world. Uh-huh. Those who are choosing blacks and whites. Those who are choosing <laughs> oh. to live life. Yeah. And the rest don't matter. Oh. <laughs> uh, like seriously, like yeah. at, at a certain okay, there are those who are choosing to live life and then there's the rest of the people and the other yeah, group, I mean, it- the second group, every day is dwindling because they're either dying <laughs> or not fast enough. They're going Wait a minute. Things have not been that great for me lately. I think more and more people are realizing that it's bullshit because... But I'm saying that group like, is dwindling. How long... I mean, it's just so fucking ridiculous because, you know, I probably listen to similar shows like you guys and you probably all heard them. And they talk about constantly where it's just like, here's here's Fauci or Biden or somebody like saying the exact same... Op- like the opposite of what they say a week later and then they say the opposite the next week and then it's like, at some point, this... Like, you have to be so fucking blind retarded to not realize that, like, wait a minute, this seems insane. They keep flip-flopping. The fuck is going I, on? I, I hope you guys are... I, I, the yeah, followers yeah, don't right. actually believe it. The followers want to feel superior. Yeah. But in practice, actions speak louder than words to me. So, like, let's look at their actions. Sure, there are people who are afraid to leave their homes still. I'm sure those people exist. Yeah. But the yeah, majority of the people that fall into that camp are people who act very different from what they are signaling. I would say that probably, fortunately, the largest group of people right now is people who are just giving their li- uh, living their lives and not giving this any fucks. Yeah. Right? I, re- I really believe you're I w- correct. I, yeah. I think that is probably most of the country. The second largest group of people is not people like the same thing as a year ago where they're just paralyzed in fear and staying home. They're people who are saying now... There is a solution to this. We demand to live our lives 
and people to do that you need to do this to, you thing. need to do yeah. this yeah. which I, is which is the kind of the escalation that, every day that this escalates more and more of those people are like oh it might not matter if you do this that mm-hmm. might not have the impact I thought it did a month ago. Uh, but the last month, things have gone in the opposite direction. Mm, now they're now they're telling these people that they can still get the Delta variant with the vaccine. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So that's yeah. why these people are going, oh, well, but, then the vaccine is kind of not uh, as important as I yeah. thought it was. But I, they're also, the unvaccinated people are being very heavily blamed for the variant itself yeah. when the opposite is true. Like the variant came from vaccinated people. Yeah. So. Right. But but I think Andrew's correct that there's a greater percentage. Right. <laughs> Shit. There's been said twice in the show. There's a greater percentage every day of people that have to be waking up to like, okay, this seems like bullshit. I hope you're right. I, I mean, I hope you're right. Otherwise, we could just be cynical old fucks and just be no. Like, I, and I don't think we should be. Sky is falling. I hope you're right. What? <laughs> it sounds very condescending when you say. No, I. Hope I, you're I right. No, I. Every time I've hoped you guys were right, I've sincerely hoped you were right. Well, sure, but when you say I hope you're right, that might be true. But I don't. You no, might be sincere, but it's kind of like. I hope you're right, you fucking idiot. No, 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 not at all. No, I don't want to come across that way at all. Like, I hope retards are right when they're really excited about something very uh, minor, right? Like, I hope they're right. I hope that, like, fucking jungle gyms are the best thing in the world. I hope that they're right. I hope that jungle gyms I hope they're wrong. can bring me all the joy I could ever want. I wish I could get all the joy I could ever want out of something so basic as a jungle gym. Yes, I hope retards are right. That's where you're coming from. Okay, well... I am sincerely saying, I hoped you're right. I hope you're right. We were having conversations 15 months ago where yeah. the consensus of not me seemed to be like, things are going back to normal. I said, I hope you're right. Uh-huh. And they didn't. Yeah. So, But yeah. then that's perspective because by the time I got here in December and we went to Florida and then we started going to the gym, for us... Things had basically gone back to normal. This is where I'm yeah. at. I yeah. have created a world for myself. Yes. Where I'm right. Okay. <laughs> what a way to be. <laughs> now, it's <laughs> this is like what yeah. the jungle gym is to the retard. <laughs> it's the best possible place. And you're not going to prove them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He so, just got busted because he's, he's 17 and he's fucking Davy. <laughs> So, oh man, how will you argue with that? No, I don't. Yeah, like, but Andrew, I, at some point you're going to run into this shit though when you go back to schools, right? I'm going back to schools. Oh, are you? I was just they don't give a fuck in the fucking military. I just joined the military for a couple <laughs> of, for a day, America, and I was Congrats. there. Thank you for your and, service. And I was right. You're welcome. I was right. <laughs> right. They didn't make you mask up. No. No, it, it really is. My it's kind of like, I'm sorry. Go ahead. My company's and I've, they didn't I have ask wear, up either. You have to wear masks. I have never stopped wearing masks. Yeah. Can you believe that? See, this is the opposite of the world that I've cultivated for myself. Likewise, my, my company CEO is all like, well, I don't want to have to send out another letter. I don't want to have somebody a died and all yeah. this. Shit. Yeah. So it's like, like, my is my company ever going to return to not being fucking scared of every you know shadow? And 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 because what's what? next? What's the flu? Like, well, if, if the, we mask up doing flu season, then we don't lose productivity. Here's the thing: if 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 things get worse in my world, 
then it's on me to shift my world. Like, mm-hmm. if Pittsburgh gets worse, yeah. then guess what? I'm going to enjoy Pittsburgh less and focus my attention elsewhere. If Butler gets bad, if Pennsylvania gets bad, yeah. I'm going to fuck off to West Virginia. If West Virginia gets bad, I'm going to fuck off to Nicaragua. <laughs> if Nicaragua gets bad, you're going to Antarctica. Then Mars. No, I mean, that's kind of kind of the thing, too, is that, like, where you put your focus. And so I just had to do a bunch of content on this. And it kind of, like, drew my focus back into it, in a way. No. And I was like, geez, I see what's happening. I, I, I feel how my mindset is changing, right? When I'm in the same situation as Andrew, I don't have to give a fuck about any of this, right? It's only now, like, with the traveling coming up, too, that yeah. has me thinking about it as... Things are getting seeming like they're getting a little bit crazy. It's like oh, it has get, me thinking yeah, about it more. Yeah, they're back to crazy. It just kind of it depends on where you're at. Yeah, because if you're in L.A. County or fucking D.C., it's getting crazy. But I use this argument for a totally different topic. But I think there's a real world and a fake world, mm-hmm. and the fake world is real loud, and there's way more attention being paid to the fake world. And the fake world is where all of this resurgence talk yeah. is happening. You're talking about all Twitter and mainstream media. media. Yeah. Yes. The real world is where I'm walking into a real estate meetup with the most diverse group of 200 people I have ever seen. And not one person is wearing a mask. Yeah. Not one person would ever tell someone else to wear a mask. Not one person is there who's going to try and control anybody. And out of these 200 people... If you took a random sampling of 200 other people anywhere on the planet, these people in this room employ and influence more people collectively than any other group of 200 people. Hmm. That's the real world. The real world is not actually going along with this. The real world will take a blow and adapt and shift and deal with a problem. The real world is not going to signal and point and yell until they get their way. The real world is going to get back to work, going to do things, going to focus on their sphere of control. I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. I mean, the fake world is really fucking noisy, though. Right, and that's a sign of desperation. Yeah. Right, and I think every day that goes by, True. the fake world is getting louder and louder and louder, and more people are going, yeah, let's, let's, let's get back into like what I care about. Yeah, I mean, eventually everybody... Well, I think eventually majority of americans at least are going to realize the emperor has no clothes because like it's just never-ending stupidity like how fucking naive do you have to be how much of a bubble do you have to be in to think there has to be an end point yeah to not watch this shit and realize like "Mm, maybe we were wrong let's take the inverse of this so in 2001 2002 how many people spent an inordinate amount of energy and thought on hating arabs Compared to yeah. today. Yeah. Did those people simply disappear? Well, for me... No, eventually a, they no. were like, okay, maybe this shouldn't take up as much mental space as it as it once did. Maybe that wasn't a good uh, a good area to focus I, my at attention. At this point, I think I'm just arguing with you to argue because I'm, <laughs> totally, I mean, like I'm totally on your side. That's why like, we I, do a show! Like, I think our viewpoints are now aligned on this. Like, I agree with what you're saying. Comparing this to that is different because when that happened, all of America was kind of on the same side, at least for like two or three years. Just as, as long as the government needed to get all Puke and his friends into Iraq. Yay! 
Right. They were everybody Afghan, was Afghanistan, everybody was Afghanistan, on Afghanistan. Afghanistan and then, Iraq. Yeah. Iraq. <laughs> yeah. So don't forget we had to get into two countries to blow them off. And then around like the election in 2004 people could start to disagree about it. Mm. So this is everything that happens is another polarizing event. It well, is, I mean, really, the invasion of Iraq, people were like, whoa, wait a minute. Right. A lot of people were like, I feel um, like very quickly people on. were like, I don't know if I hate Arabs this much. Yeah, I thought you said uh, Bin Laden. What's what's this Iraq shit? What's, uh, what are we doing here? A lot of people thought that. A lot of people didn't. I don't know. But, yeah, I believe it seems like if you want to put a, a, a positive spin on this shit that it seems inevitable that sane human beings will eventually realize what's happening. This is what I've said since last April, yeah. is that if there is going to be some kind of awakening, feels like a condescending word. Yeah. If there is going to be some kind of growing curiosity, it's going to happen now or it's not going to happen, right? Mm. And, and... I do think we have seen a trend in that direction that is encouraging where people who I never thought would question anything are questioning a lot of things. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of people are just kind of slow to the take. Now, here's the other thing. I have, since May, been in a city. Mm-hmm. Well, you have been in a city. We're out but here in corn country. I right. was just in Brooklyn. No, I know. I know. Newark? Wait, why'd you wind up there? I wind up a lot of places. <laughs> we, we haven't even got into this. Oh story. yeah, we haven't got into that story. All right, yeah. Uh, well, we can do that story. But I agree with what you're saying. Uh, I'm just saying, like, my thing has been optimistic in your sphere of control, and have healthy cynicism for what's beyond it. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But like, let's go back for the last eighteen months or whatever it was, right? Everyone went through something similar. Everyone went through some kind of fear. Whether that fear was fear of the virus or fear of the response, everybody went through it. But the natural progression of that fear is fear, then ambivalence, then annoyance, and then maybe rebellion or or just like adjustment. Or adjustment or... Like now, that. adjustment is good and bad. Adjustment is... Um, I will just continue. Oh, this is the next thing that I'm being told to do. I'll do it. Yeah. Right. There's mm-hmm. a, a segment of the population. Uh, yeah. Or people are just like fucking whatever. I'm used to it. I don't care. I'm not going to be. Or religious ambivalence. Yeah. Like where people are now being turned off to things that otherwise they would might have been receptive to in the past. Mm-hmm. So I do honestly feel like I cycled through those phases faster than everybody else where I had very brief fear of the actual thing. Then I had very intense fear of the response to the thing. And then I went, fuck it. I'm just going to choose to live. I'm going to live my life how I want to the best I can. And honestly, since that happened, I have grown and built a life more suited to my desires in that time frame than in any period in the past. Mm-hmm. Because basically I continued to choose that. I continued to say fuck you to the influence from everybody else in every regard. And so far that's working out. Yeah. Mm. And I think more people are kind of taking that pill. I hope so. 
Hope oh, you're right. Speaking of pills, I had an idea. Oh. <clears throat> you're going to so start taking pills be, now? No, this could be a product for the Drug show. Drug dealer? Um, what? You know, like there's the MyPillow guy. I thought right? you hated pills. There's the MyPillow guy. Sure. With the infomercials. He's like an insane and then Trump all this believer guy. Okay, I don't even know. But then there's all this talk about these pills. The red pill, the blue pill, the black oh, pill, the white yeah. pill. Yeah, a, man, a multicolored spectrum of pills. All this pill talk. Yeah. And then the laxatives are the brown pill. But mm. I think we can combine <laughs> the two and we could have subtle messages conveyed to the populace. We could have the red pillow, okay. the blue pillow. Okay. For the depressed emo kids, we could have the black pillow. So as soon as they fall asleep... And like Alexa hears a snoring, uh-huh. then she just starts submitting messages to them. Because honestly, every night when I go to bed, I turn on like the four-minute highlight of Tucker Carlson, and I fall asleep <laughs> before it's over. <laughs> yeah. And I'm kind of being red-pillowed, mm. is what I decided. Okay. Now, what we should do is invent a pillow that has a speaker in it. Yeah, yeah that works and too. And it just whispers... That's what I'm saying. Anarchist nonsense into yeah. their yeah, subconscious. That's the red pillow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like it. Noam Chomsky could be included in the Black Pillow recordings. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I've heard his name a lot. And I just don't know what the fuck that. Well, who is that? <clears throat> Maybe I should research. But more importantly, I was in Brooklyn. And also, Ro- who names their kid Gnome? <laughs> without a G. Is it without a G? Yeah. yeah. It's N O N O M E N O A M. What? N O A M. Yeah. Gnome. Jewish. Oh, those fucking Jews. <laughs> so, but I was in Brooklyn. Yeah. Why the, why the fuck you're in Brooklyn? Because you're Jewish? Visiting a you friend. Go check out the Jews. And I was in one of the hottest areas. I was in Greenpoint. I was told like, oh, I bet you if we walk around, we'll fucking see a TV show shooting or a movie. Sure enough, we walk around. We're told you can't cross the street here. And there's somebody hosing down the street commercial oh not quite a movie, okay but yeah, nevertheless that's, <clears throat> nobody cares about commercials. super packed super full of people and guess what no fucking masks in brooklyn of all places it felt wonderful mm. i can't wait to go back it's kind of like when i was in irvine like irvine california it's pretty fucking close to la county mm-hmm. but it was a whole different world it seemed like but brooklyn is not a whole different world from whatever is what in your mind it's of across the bay the bay you mean I don't know. There's water. I don't. I don't there know. is. It's not. It's not on Manhattan Island. I'm not a geographer. St- yeah, but it's not on the yeah, Manhattan. I was in Brooklyn. I was in New Hampshire. I was in New Jersey. I was in various points in Pennsylvania. Yeah, and you're on the COVID 500. Between then, or between now and one week from now, I will be back up in New Hampshire and in various points in Pennsylvania. Jesus. Yeah, I'm a fucking moving man. Mm. Um, Jet setter. But no, I, I loved it. I had such what? a great time in Brooklyn. Did you get a bagel? Didn't cost me a dime. Bagel? Nope. Did you get a bagel? Nope. Did I get got pizza. I got Brooklyn style pizza. Yakitori sticks. Yaki- oh, that's uh, from Jap- a Japanese, Japanese. place. Yeah. It was delightful. But um, yeah, it was fantastic. And I'm very much looking forward to going back. I like New York. I hate Boston. Really? Mm hmm. I really like New York. I'm not a big fan of either. I dislike Boston. Yeah. I drove from. Why do you think that is? I drove from New Hampshire to New York. Is it like some sort of like Jewish pull to New York? That's where your people are. Yeah. It's where Woody Allen. The Irish don't interest me. Oh yeah. No. (laughs) Fuck the Irish. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I leave New Hampshire, 
and I get into Massachusetts and the first half of the drive to New York, I'm miserable. I'm so unhappy. But then I get into Connecticut and I'm driving through, getting closer and closer to New York and it feels more and more New York-y and it Wait, just starts to feel better. From New Hampshire? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the way you just said it, it sounded like the opposite direction. Like you were going to Brooklyn and somehow you ended up in Connecticut first. Uh, it's like, that's a... I would end up in Connecticut first on my way to Brooklyn, yes. Really? You have to go through Connecticut to get from New Hampshire to Brooklyn. No, yeah, I understand that part. I okay. thought you were coming from Pennsylvania the way you said it. No. That's, what, that's where I was confused. So, um, Where is Minnesota? But I had a delightful time. In other news, yeah, uh, I got a new car. What? New, a new truck. How many cars? I don't know. But uh, this, one, this one's significant. S- you have so many cars, you don't even know. This one is a <laughs> 2018 expensive. Yeah. I'm a fucking genius. Uh, I'm not that dumb with it, to be honest. It's uh, it's not going to depreciate like the rest of your cars out there, listeners. What? Yep. My 2015 Mazda 3 going to depreciate? Oh, it's the is going to slow because it's already six <laughs> years old. <laughs> oh, man. It's that old. So what'd you get? We got to know. I got a Lexus got a Rolls Royce V12. I got a Lexus truck. An SUV. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Like a fucking soccer mom. It's, it's very soccer goddamn mommy. Goddamn seven passenger Lexus. It's very soccer mommy. It's also very like Russian guy going off road. <laughs> Russian guy? Yeah, like Russian guy in okay. fucking Siberia. Mm. It's a combination of both. It's a perfect blend of both. It's a Lexus GX460. It's very luxurious. Yeah. It is and nice. It's got some stuff on it that's new that and I know I don't like new things. I, I know in general I say old things are better than new. Yeah. Kaczynski time. The reason I got this truck is because it's mostly old things. It's the like, new things it's, that are on it, most of the new things that are on it don't bother me that much. Like really? I like LED headlights. I like improved oh, headlights. Well, yeah, like, uh, I like I that. mean that makes sense. I like the little light up Lexus script when I open the door. I like that, okay. but that's a new thing. Is that on the door sill? Or? Yeah. Yeah. So that's fine. And I'm sitting there. I'm enjoying this vehicle. And then Puke gets in it. And then Puke oh, is a very do. curious man. <laughs> and because of Puke's curiosity, uh-huh. he starts to ruin this vehicle for me. <laughs> he starts looking <laughs> in the owner's manual to learn about what shit this vehicle has. Yeah. That I have yet to discover. Yeah. Like, there's a button on my fucking steering wheel that I thought was a coffee cup. It does look like a coffee cup when you said, but it. it's a camera. Yeah, it a lot. There's forward and and sideways facing cameras, backwards I just, cameras. I I I would have been. You didn't need to know you had a camera. I didn't need to know that exactly. Yeah. yeah. Then there's this little plastic thing on top of my steering wheel. I don't know what it is. Yeah. You sure enough, you, you no look idea. it up and you tell me it's some kind of driver monitor. It's a like driver sleepy monitor infrared camera system that can detect when you're like your eyeballs close again knowing that did not benefit my life in <laughs> what any does it way. do how does it res- does it just shut the car off it's fake. no i think it like, it's fake all this shit is fake it, like it's all fake it sets off an alarm there's a real world and a fake world this is a clear example of fake world because i tested this fake device when i pointed it out to andrew he's like well i'm gonna start driving with my eyes closed and he drove so for like two I miles pretended I- that i was sleeping <laughs> for several miles i did this Okay. You know, like Andrew makes a sleeping a, face, yeah. a happily sleeping face. Because <laughs> I'm in this comfy air-conditioned seat, happy, mm. happily sleeping. And uh, it did nothing, nothing happened. Yeah, it, it did, did nothing. nothing. Fake. 
I think it's, maybe it's just this like... This is the fake world of the future. Maybe you need to configure it to your this facial structure. This is the structure. fake world of the future. <laughs> Somebody paid a lot of money for that option. Nobody paid a lot of money for that option. What? Oh. These are the options that cost nothing that convince people they should pay more. Oh. But they cost nothing for the manufacturer. Okay. Well, that's, A sensor, a little camera. But that's... Okay. What I said is that cost somebody a lot of money to add on as an option. And then you said, no, it doesn't cost the manufacturer anything. Obviously, it doesn't cost the manufacturer that much. But it, what, what do you, I think he's saying it's just bundled with the car. Like, it just comes with the car, but Not it's... Not from my research, it doesn't. No, oh, okay. No, this is... I, that, the sleepy monitor is an extra. <laughs> yeah. So then you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Everything that was available on this car is in this car. Mm-hmm. I have so much nonsense in this car that I yeah. can ignore yeah, yeah, until yeah, Puke points it out. He has, like, radar cruise control shit. That I like. I like radar cruise. Oh. I don't mind that. Okay. It does have a lot of beeps when you back up or go forward. I don't like that. I don't like that. So radar cruise control can just like readjust speeds. Yeah, like like it'll automatically slow down and still. Yeah, like if if it maintains a distance between the car in front of you. So it's really great for like stop and go uh, like traffic. Like if you're on a highway. It doesn't do that. (gasps) Fuck that system then. It's pointless. Get rid of it. That is a that that is a very nice feature because people really quickly ruin cruise control on yeah. the highway. Right. Yeah. This this maintains that cruise control. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that too. True. Well, that's awesome. Thanks for leaving the CRV in New Hampshire. I will drive it back here. <laughs> um, couple Uh-oh. of things. Okay. I told you about the door, mm-hmm. the door handle, mm-hmm. how it's a two-handed operation. Mm-hmm. So make sure you do that. Now it's a three-handed operation. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, and then the rear hatch. How that's also a multi-step process to open and then reclose it properly. Yes. Um, there's one more thing you need to know about. It made it amazingly to New Hampshire. Like I didn't expect it to make it. When I got there, tires fell off. <laughs> but it. I would suggest checking fluids. <laughs> okay. I just I don't know. Just a feeling. I don't have any evidence to to tell me that you should do this for certain. I just think so you should. oil transmission, mainly coolant is what I'm concerned coolant. about. Okay, but oil would be helpful. Okay, yep, that's all. Um, other than that, thing was flawless and to the point where it's not here. It's in New Hampshire. It's waiting for you several weeks from now, mm-hmm. and I already kind of miss it. <laughs> I already kind of miss it. It doesn't. It won't tell you if you're asleep. Yeah, until it rolls over. It'll let you go to sleep. <laughs> But I, I did I did configure the seat um, so it's ready for Gabriella to just simply drift off to sleep in the noisiest vehicle ever. Yeah. <laughs> right. She'll probably want to drive. The road the noise will confi- Then you can drift off to sleep. All right. Uh, as nervous as anybody could ever be falling asleep. Like more <laughs> nervous than Puke was in Iraq. Yeah. 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 That's pretty nervous. Her being a non-driver. Yes, that's and the point. Me turning control over to her. In yeah. a vehicle that's 20 years old with 240,000 miles. And <laughs> filled with recording equipment. Yes. Hmm. Why'd you get a truck? Because it was free with my super expensive sweatshirt. I <laughs> Wait, why, why'd you get yeah, a Yeah, explain your sweatshirt. I got a very expensive sweatshirt and it how, came with a truck. How expensive was the sweatshirt? Like f- over $40,000. Oh, okay. Wow, that's a... Must be a hell of a sweatshirt. Does it keep you asleep or awake? <laughs> um, no, I got a truck because the CRV 
while it will last forever, do I want sure. it to? Like, do I want the CRV to get to a point where I get angry yeah. at it? I mean, how many windows and doors don't work right. that you have to right. replace? Because now, when the can... CRV throws a tantrum, uh-huh. I go, "Oh, how cute." I get it. I understand. I sympathize. But at some point in the future, it's going to continue throwing tantrums, yeah. and I'm my patience will run out. Plus, you can, again, show up to work without looking like some hobo. Right. I can take customers out mm-hmm. in a nice vehicle. I blend in, but no one knows what's beneath this. What's beneath this is something that's 20 years old. Mm-hmm. On the surface, they hop in. They go, ooh, power seats, heated seats, ooh, soft-closed windows, puddle lights, a Lexus badge that lights up. Uh, LED headlights. They think all these things. Yeah. But really, what they don't know, and they're fucking idiots, because underneath this, it's like, yeah, what's not here is all the new shit I don't want. The direct injection. The autonomous features. All the nonsense. The downsized engine with the turbocharger. Mm-hmm. The overly computerized management of the engine. The unibody structure. Right. That's all not here. Mm. You know what is here? Fucking 16 miles per gallon. <laughs> That's what's here. Yeah, Fuck gas. No, I actually get better gas mileage than I expected. Interesting. Over, overly computerized management of engines is bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's all for uh, emissions. Oh, my battery died. Oh, yesterday. nice. Like died. So I go to get an oil change, right? Because Gabriela's parents are coming into town, and I'm going to drive them around in my car. So I want to get it fixed up, okay, cleaned up. And uh, Saturday morning... So I get the oil change Friday. The guy goes, your battery's a little low. You're going to want to just keep your eye on that. Next day, battery is dead. Charge it. Car starts. Drive for a while. Shut it off. Dead again. So I had to get a new battery. Are you sure it's a battery problem? Yes, because now the car starts right up. Now. Okay. Yeah, because you got a new battery. Well, right, right. But, but like, <laughs> what I'm saying is, if his battery was... Slightly ungood uh-huh. when the man checked it. No, it was in red. So I was kind of surprised. I was like, he showed me like the strength mm-hmm. or what he was testing it at. And I was like, that doesn't look good at all. But he said he reassured me. And I think I overtook his reassurance. Like, you're going to want to just get that looked at soon. Mm. But the problem could be deep. Well, he wasn't wrong. Could be. Soon was the next day. That could be the symptom. Okay. Uh-huh. Of the problem. So what, what, what would the other problem be? The alternator? The alternator, the belt. What? Wait, what do you mean the belt? A belt runs an alternator. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Okay, yep. Hmm. Well, we'll see. Or a bad ground. I have a bad ground. Oh! But this could be the actual problem. Well, I've, had the, I've, I've also had the same battery in the car the whole time I've had it, which yes. is like five years almost. Okay. So. Okay. I mean, how often should you change your battery? I've changed mine in my car that's six years old like three times. Oh, all right. So, <laughs> but yours is real dumb. <laughs> I've changed it once. Do you? Can yeah, you I sc- count that as, oh, as okay. three times. Can you see the ground wire? Th- there's a lot of grounds. All right, right. Can you? Could you see the one? Can you? Could do you know how to find them? Because this isn't something I figured out yet. I would have to. Like, You'd have to look. Google that. Okay. Probably. Maybe we could do that. Maybe during the week. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Sorry. All right. It's fine. I'll look into it. If I had more confidence in how quickly I could do it, then sure. Mm-hmm. But I have zero confidence in how quickly I could do that. And right. it's wiring, which I don't like. Yeah. Wiring is uh, mm-hmm. That's kind of what's had me hesitating. Wiring is tough. But okay. It's likely that you're right. It's just a new battery and it's fine. Yeah. But something caused that battery to die. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. 
<laughs> well, can the cause be it's fucking old as shit? Could be. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Could yeah. be. I hope you're wrong. There you go. Do you have a battery gauge in your car? Remember when cars used to have like battery gauges so you could tell when it yeah, was Yeah, I, I would get a light if. No, no, I don't think I would for a battery. I wonder. Hmm. I know that my truck, when its uh, belt would blow off, mm-hmm. when I'd hit a big puddle, mm-hmm. would eventually pop up a little battery light. Yeah. But I would know instantly because I had no power steering. <laughs> so the light was not useful. <laughs> so here's the thing. When I turn the car on, the stereo crackles through the speakers, regardless of the volume. Hmm. To me, I think there is a bad ground. So this is more evidence as to why I think you didn't have a battery problem. You had a battery problem symptom. Okay, but so so what what would drain the battery? The bad ground. How do, how does that drain the battery? Something is incorrect in the electrical system. Kaczynski time. Okay, but how does a how does a, something wrong in the electrical system drain the battery? Because the electrical charge is there's something like wrong in the battery in the electrical out. system. It's sapping power from the battery mm-hmm. when the car isn't running. Yes. Yeah. That's why your car won't start. It's kind of like sudden, so you can the blue. you can take a car battery and set it on concrete, mm-hmm. and it will like drain all the energy out of that battery somehow. All right. Yeah, that's but some it's, not, it's not hooked up to any electrical well, components. This to, this was my thought process. A new battery is like 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had never changed the battery in the car. And it gives you the perception of, oh, problem solved. This is great. That, Crank. that makes me sound like an idiot. Sorry. So I understand. And I said, I talked to the guy when he showed me the battery being drained. And I asked that very question. Who was this guy? Who does he work for? What does he, he do? He works for Valvoline. And he didn't have all the answers. Yeah. So he showed me what he showed me that. the And I told him about the problem. He knows how to go. Valvoline and Bellevue. So, yeah. You go to like Valvoline and Bellevue. Yeah. Uh oh. What? Yeah. What's I know know those guys. What do you know about them? (laughs) I know the exact same guys. Okay. Is it? Do they have a battery scam running? No. I know that their level of competence um, extends to almost being able to flawlessly replace windshield wipers. (laughs) Almost. Almost. Well, there's and and not being even willing. To try hard enough to remove the oil cap. So the customer, me, has to step outside of the driver's seat where I was sitting comfortably looking at my phone mm-hmm. and go under the hood and twist off the oil cap as if it were a pickle jar mm. for them. But that made you feel good, though. I did. I do, yeah, I do I like that I was pickle. able to just walk up and go, what's the problem? I've got pickle jar strength. It wasn't even the oil cap. It was the transmission oil cap. I oh. said, while you're under there, check the transmission fluid for me. And they went, what? What's that? They were very confused by that for a while. <laughs> and then they couldn't do it. Oh. So I had to walk up and basically do it for them. Hmm. So that's the extent of their ability. Okay, so well, that's, there is one person that you dealt with there or a handful of people that you dealt with there yes. at some past point in time when there's probably people at a range of knowledge and skill levels this who worked there. a week ago. Okay, so it was probably <laughs> similar guys. But you took your car there too. So you're making, you're kind of like telling the story, like, oh my god, you took your car to Valvoline? No, 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 dude. I'm so saying, we both. Took I'm our saying, car. Right. oh my god, you trusted the guys at Valvoline? He showed me where the. I didn't think he'd be faking that, and he didn't. He wasn't like, you need a new battery right now. Mm-hmm. So I brought up the problem. I said, look, the car has some kind of an electrical problem. Could that contribute to it? He said it could, which okay. is what you said. He's right. Okay. 
So when the car didn't start again, obviously I figured that we know we know the battery is not good. I've never changed the battery in the car. Number one in troubleshooting this yes. would be to put a new battery in the car. That's correct. If it only costs $150, took me six minutes to do in the yes. parking lot of AutoZone. Good for you. Right? Mm-hmm. I had to get, borrow their tools because I took my toolbox out of the car. But they gave me tools. Yep. I they t- will. Yeah. Pop the things off, put a new one in, tighten the things, and it was good to go. They'll my, do it for you. Will they? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the auto, fuck didn't they tell me that? Oh. Because they're lazy. You look like a rube. You got to ask for it. You should have gone in there dressed like a well, woman. Well, I don't need them. It like, took six minutes. I don't know what I'm doing. Help me. All right. Well, it only took six minutes. So. You just take the battery and chuck it at the engine as hard as you can, like a shot put. Well, to and make then they'll sure help you. that we're on the same page here, when you pop the hood, how many cylinders? <laughs> six. Okay. 3.7. Maybe 3.8. No. Cylinders? 3.7. It's either a 3.7 or a 3.5. 3.7. But it's a 3.7. Yeah. How do you know that? Because I had the same fucking car. (gasps) Yeah, but it was a different car. So now... It was more square. I still have the static and the radio. Maybe you got a shitty radio. Mm. Replace the radio. Well, so what it could be... First of all, are you listening to the actual radio? No, it's not. Or Bluetooth. It doesn't even matter if the radio's volume is on. Oh. The static (laughs) pops through the speakers. Kind of oh, sounds like a fire crackling. Well, that sounds nice. It's it's nice unless you want to listen to the radio. If you want to listen <laughs> oh, okay. to a fire, it's great. It's five it's five G. Yeah, maybe I don't know. So this was like uh, not an expensive thing that the car needed sooner or later, and probably needed sooner than later mm-hmm. anyway. So that part is done. Yes, and I agree. Now, I'm sorry I gave you shit, but there's likely to be an underlying problem, which I don't disagree with you. I'm experiencing the crackling of this potential underlying problem. So now one variable is eliminated at a fairly low cost. Yes. The part that threw me off was a man said your battery needs replaced soon. So let's assume that the health of that battery was at 15% life left. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But with the flip of a switch, it went from 15 to 0% effective. Because it wouldn't start the next day. Well, 15 is a number you're picking arbitrarily, too. Sure. But he didn't say it needs to be replaced right now. My mistake was he showed me where it was on the scale of a healthy battery. Mm -hmm. It was bad. Then the mistake that I made was taking his word for it or his summation, you need to deal with this soon. Mm -hmm. To me, Mm. with a car thing, that means not today. But if we... Right, right. And you're probably right. If he says you didn't do this soon, that's probably correct. So what I'm saying is if we assume he was correct. Do you have a multimeter? Can we yes. test the battery after we the car? several. All right. So can yeah. we test the battery? After? Sure. Okay. Let's do that. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. I don't know how to. Do you know how to use a multimeter? I thought you just hooked it up positive and negative. We can figure it out. Not quite. <laughs> it's a little more complicated than that. But it's not that hard. I'm sure we could YouTube a video. So um, if we assume that he is correct... What I'm saying is, we assume he's correct, there's some life left in it. By the next day, you shouldn't be down to zero. So, because of that context, that's where I'm saying the new battery didn't necessarily solve the problem. It, okay, you could be right, but also a new battery might not be as susceptible to whatever the problem is. Right. Means the problem we're moving will in the not right reveal direction. itself. Because no, the new battery 
sometimes it's not susceptible. It is very susceptible to the same problem. It's just masking the problem. Okay, well, so what but happens the problem is isn't you get being a false sense of because security. we're talking about it on a podcast that goes on the internet. So there's no masking. There's no masking <laughs> going on now. But are we talking about it when you're driving your car? This is out. This when is out. When you're getting up open. in the morning and starting your car. What do you mean? You're going to Trader Joe's and you're getting your black walnuts. I didn't get those at Trader Joe's. I got those at your beloved Sam's. Do you have those? Yeah, what's this black walnut? Andrew was talking about black walnuts, and now he fucking hated them. We were having a discussion about the difference between walnuts and black walnuts. Black walnuts, they're a, they're a bit tart. They're a bit strong. Oh. If you're into walnuts, you might not necessarily be into black walnuts. I see. I don't think I've ever heard of... We had a pretty intense discussion about this this morning. I mean, black walnuts are great wood to make a desk out of, but... Hmm. I said there's a higher than, than average chance that you have black walnuts on you when you arrive. <laughs> Either in your pockets or in your car. <laughs> Do no. you have them in your car? Pocket walnuts. No, I didn't. Oh, okay, that's a bummer. Mm. I really want to puke to try them. Yeah. I don't think you'll like them. Oh, why not? I Because I don't think they're good. Oh, you don't like them? <laughs> no, they're not good. Whoa, what a reveal. Second half. <laughs> I mean, I was eating them yeah. because I bought them. And yeah, so you like, got to I'd some... throw them in a salad. Chuck them at a squirrel. Well, you, you throw them in a salad. They have a nice crunch. They have I a nice... threw old celery at a rabbit last night, and I hit the I hit it accidentally. I was very I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Still out there. The rabbits obviously didn't care for it. I no. I think some pieces are gone. I don't know. What kind of fucking wild rabbit wouldn't just love some celery? The ones that seem perfectly happy just hopping yeah, the, around the yard every fucking day. Shitload of clover and all that out yeah. there. Yeah. Fucking rabbits. I love them. I love that they're here. Oh, I like Every rabbits day. too, but I can still hate them at the same time. I just look out my do. window, I'd look past my monitor, and I go, oh, the fake world's right in front of me, but the real world is out there <laughs> with that rabbit. Rabbits and chipmunks. Uh, and then there's the real world in the ceiling skittering about. Might be a mouse, might be a chipmunk, might be a squirrel. Nobody knows. So what what would you what what would you suggest, Andrew, as like a next step to try and solve this problem? I would just take it to the mechanic and say, I have a bad ground somewhere. Can you find it? Okay, easy enough. Yeah, because they would probably know where to. Because otherwise, it's gonna kill your battery. Yeah, I no, I agree. And then your hundred fifty bucks spent to solve the problem will be wasted, and you'll have to spend it again. Well, yes. So obviously, I want to deal with it quickly. Do you have something plugged in that's draining the battery? Like a nope. battery charge? I tested that. I, hmm. I yeah. you don't have like a. Like a like phone charger has, or whatever. Like cameras and shit that drain his battery. Yeah, they did. I took them out. Oh. No. No. And now I don't have any problems, it seems. But I did. So maybe that wasn't the greatest. You don't have any problems because I bought you a new battery. True. Yet. So. Yeah. That's what was draining your battery when it sat in that storage place? No, this has been happening for years. Oh, geez. Yeah. I've had issues with my battery for quite some time, and I replaced the battery at some point, and it still happened, and then Andrew decided to replace the battery again right? without asking. It's just been one of those problems what if it was, no. <laughs> that that I tolerated because it's like the stereo kind of crackles for a minute, and then it just goes back to normal. No, yeah. <clears throat> I get it, but it's it's a problem that's harder to identify. Like I was explaining well, but to now you a week that, ago. Now that there's this connection, which kind of was revealed to me on Friday, where it's like your battery is low, and I was like, it must have, or it more like it's a bad connection. Does it have something to do with this? And the guy said it could. 
So that was kind of like, all right, because because the way it sounded, I thought maybe some kind of wire had come loose like behind the dashboard. And it was it's also kind of like, fuck it. It's the stereo. If it's just the stereo and it's just like a bad connection and it fixes itself and I'm not going to have that car much longer, I'll just tolerate it. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Yes, I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) I called you up and I said, you know how like back in the day. When you used to drive somebody's car, before you could just hop in and drive it, they had to give you a laundry list of all the special things you had to do to drive it properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The CRV is kind of like that. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, does that count as a show or not? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Woo. Man, you're going to die. Nah, I'm going to live. great if we could get uh, a keyboard wait we have a keyboard turn around There's, that's a plug-in keyboard and i doubt this laptop accepts a plug-in keyboard that's a plug-in keyboard how would that ever what what the fuck i was thinking it was like a keyboard plug they haven't had those for 20 years you idiot <laughs> what where's that drop kaczynski time <laughs>